2: Forever,
3: dog. You're gonna be a chili person, Brett. When we're done with this, you're gonna have like Brett's famous chili. I am.
4: Well, I actually want to apply to be a judge at this TurlinguA thing in, in 2021. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, and they have like an application process online, so I think. I was I gonna say, up. are you asking mm-hmm. us for
3: letters of recommendation?
4: Yeah, I mean, I, I think yeah. you guys know my, my CV at this point, so I could I could uh <laughs> sure, of course, I could, yes. I could use some recs Okay.
3: To whom it may concern, you'll get a wreck. Oy oy oy! This
4: is
1: this is the wreck right now. This episode, you want a wreck? It's the chilly episode of Double Threat. <laughs> <laughs> There's your wreck. so i well, first of all this is double threat welcome to double threat
3: welcome to the show it's your pals tom and julie
1: yes and i'm tom and,
3: I, un- and I, unfortunately i'm julie
1: uh well not this week i'd say this week you don't want to be tom if you're looking stupid because no. We've all made
3: mistakes, Tom.
1: Look, last week on the show, we're doing the show. We're laughing it up, having a great time. And then I say to Brad, hey, find that picture of Jack Nicholson spilling chili on his pants courtside at a a Lakers game. Because I had seen the picture online. Uh, Somebody on Twitter did one of those little four- Four image square uh, thingies where you see all the pictures. It was four shots of Jack Nicholson being a slob at a basketball game, and one of them was him with chili spilled all over his pants. And then we bring it up. We're laughing at it. Look at well, the, we're you, analyzing it. You
3: you brought it up. We were laughing and enjoying it.
1: No, I'm, I'm we were all laughing though. Yeah, but I was my it was my. I initiated it
3: Maya, mea culpa you were bamboozled it's okay yeah I
1: was i was I was hoodwinked and of all the places to get hoodwinked by the freaking onion <laughs> it's the most basic move <laughs> it's so it makes you so su- is am I basic now
3: no, I think what's more basic than getting hoodwinked by the onion is
1: is saying basic.
3: No, somebody posting an article from the Real News and saying, is this the onion?
1: Yeah, I would say, okay, well, that's the top of the pyramid. But I'm a couple bricks down by falling for an onion, <laughs> a, ja- a jape from the onion.
3: Falling for an onion.
1: I fell for it. I fell for it. It was a I good
3: Photoshop. It. it was a good Photoshop.
1: They did a good job. And, and look, is Brett to blame? No. I asked them to bring an image No one even asked that
3: question. You asked it as though everyone was thinking that. No, no.
4: These are the things that we've all been talking about this no, week. No, we
3: haven't.
4: I mean, a- asking that question implies that the answer is, is yes to some degree. But if you
3: got to ask it.
1: Should Brett be the final safeguard on things that reach the air? Is a question many have asked. No one. I say no. I say no. I, I let Brett off the hook on many. this one.
3: That Tom calls himself many sometimes. That's his nickname. Many have asked.
1: Some say that Brett, some should formally <laughs> should take the hit on this one. I say no. Brett so-
3: sources sources say.
4: Well, look, Tom, I had your back this week. I mean, I, I spent a large portion of my week uh, trying to generate evidence that the person depicted in the photo, uh, henceforth known as Chili Jack, was actually a real person. No, and this um,
1: uh, look, I give you. Uh, this first of all, you've you 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 went so far above and beyond with trying to. Not unlike a Tupperware container full of chili, you tried to smear this this uh, incident everywhere so nobody even knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. But at the core of it is me looking dumb.
3: Let's just say, for people who don't know, like Brett really did go above and beyond making Chili Jack like the new Bernie at the inauguration.
4: Yes. And a big thanks to our listeners there. I mean, some incredible, incredible work across the board. You can see all that on our on our Instagram and our Twitter at Double Threat Pod. But
3: Tom created a narrative in which that is a redemption story for Brett, apparently.
1: No, no, Brett. No, Brett. I'm going to say this. Brett, Brett took one. Brett said, oh, I'm going to go to work to help keep, not unlike this fictional version of Jack Nicholson, he tried to keep the chili off of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the way Jack in that fantasy land that I fell for had chili all over him. Well,
3: it's like if you're a little kid and you pee your pants. By the way, those Liam Neeson photos are real. We're gonna go ahead and say that we have that Keisha was, you know,
4: hundred percent real. There's yes. no chili
3: on her on her pants. But I was just gonna I wonder say, what like, that
1: feels like. I wonder what that feels like.
3: If you're a little kid and you pee your pants and you're embarrassed and everyone around you feels bad for you, so they all pee their pants. This happened in my school. Is am I the only one? No, I'm kidding. It never it never did. But uh it's almost like uh Brett spilled chili on himself because yes. he was looking to take the the hit.
1: Brett stood up, said, I am Spartacus And, peed his and pants. then poured chili on him his pants. <laughs>
3: That would have been a better movie. Can I just say in Spartacus, if they all stood up, said, I am Spartacus and poured chili on their heads.
1: Oh, my God. Then I would actually have seen the movie <laughs> and not just referencing a thing that I know about. My That's one of the ones I ain't seen.
3: My mom saw it in the theater and she said, like, when that scene came on, like, all these guys in the audience stood up and said, I am Spartacus. It's like, oh, they come on. God. Can you imagine like being a dude in the '60s being like, "I'm gonna do something real funny."
1: Yeah, that's like clapping when the plane lands. <laughs> it's just like they can't. This is this does nothing to move the
4: needle on anything. It's also the least interesting part of Spartacus. It's one of those movies where like the most memorable or most like famous scene is the least interesting. I mean, you've so got so now, like, a great- Gre-
3: If you noticed what Brett just did. Is he bragged that he's seen Spartacus?
4: Yeah, he said, well,
1: I saw it.
3: It was like, well, it's not as good as the book. Well, it's not as good as the British version.
4: Brett That's said, what well, he just uh,
3: did. Yeah. yeah, no. Did you see that? Yeah. That was some That was so some. I'm like... just trying
4: to shout out. You got a great Peter Ustinov uh, 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 performance in there. You got a great Tony Curtis performance. You know, it's just uh, the whole like scene at the end, to be honest, is a little, is a little corny. And I think overshadows some of the better parts of the movie. Tom? Yeah? Julie? What the,
3: he- what the hell is going on?
1: I don't know. I, 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 all I know is I've been in a daze all week, looking dumb online, and oh. this is this is my chance. To, this is my chance for to find some answers. I did so much talking. Now
4: maybe it's time I did a little listening. Well, I've got good news for you in that department, because uh, uh, you know, because because the last thing I wanted to happen out of all this is is for 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 this to leave uh, you know a bad taste in your mouth about chili. Like I didn't want it to ruin chili for you. You know, I know it was kind of a, a, a traumatic experience. You know, this week and and uh, uh, so this this week is all about redeeming chili. Um, <laughs> And making chili, uh, something that is, is a pleasant, uh, a memory for you when you hear the word. Uh, and so we've got this week on the show, we're going to have a bunch of, uh, uh, chili experts, uh, people from, from the world of chili come on the show. Um, we are, uh, coming up in a little bit. We've got, um, the uh, there are two competing international chili agencies in the world that kind of monitor uh, Chile uh, uh, like uh, uh, cook-offs and official chili competitions.
3: I, I rephrase. I say, as you know, there are two major chili. What is it? Organizations?
4: Yeah, yeah. Soci- I think they say societies. So, um, oh, I mean, okay. I-
3: yes, of course. Like skull and bones.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got the uh, the CASI, which is the Chile Appreciation Society International. Uh, and we're going to have uh, Keith uh, and Mike from the CA- CASI come on and talk to us. Uh, then there's the International Chili Society, the ICS. And we're going to have uh, another Mike, Mike McLeod, who's the president of ICS. Come on. I,
3: I just want to say that in both of these cases, they're really leaning into international. Tom, did you notice that?
1: Julie, chili is not just a U.S. dish anymore. <laughs> not unlike. A fictional Jack Nicholson, it has spread everywhere. Chili's all over the place.
3: Here's what I will say about your gaffe. May that be the worst mistake you've ever made. You know what I mean? Like, if that's the worst, if that's the thing you're embarrassed about most, then you did pretty well.
1: Well, I appreciate you saying that. It's cold comfort. I was trying to have a perfect streak till I hit the grave. And that is now not going to happen. They're going to put on my tombstone, chili clown. (laughs) He believed a a picture from the freaking onion, it's going to say, on my headstone. The onion. That's the thing that uh, fools weird 75-year-old politicians are always like, I read an article that. Apparently, teletubbies are making children gay or whatever they would get all twisted about, and then everybody'd go, "Oh, ho, ho, this idiot saw it in the onion and believed it and here I am right next to Trent Larry Lowe. Craig, or whoever remember him,
4: wide stance, Larry Craig,
3: oh yeah, of course,
4: I heard of a wide stance, well, look, depending on how today goes, maybe this will be what they remember you for the 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 gaff will be will will uh, be uh, consumed
2: the by gaff,
1: today's episode.
3: The gaff will be a laugh.
1: This is what I want to do with these these guys. I need some chili redemption for me personally.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Secondly, I want these two chili organizations to be declaring war on each other <laughs> after this episode. I think there's a way. If you're going to have a chilly organization and then there's another one, you got to want to beat the other one, right?
3: Well, we're about to find out if there's like a friendly competition or an unfriendly competition.
4: And they don't know. uh, These two organizations don't know that they're both um, coming on the show. Um,
1: What are you you, uh, producing the Jenny Jones show now? Are we doing the Jenny Jones show? (laughs) Right. And here's the person that had the crush on you. Come on out. Well, I know my goal today is to be a part of a show that informs the uh, the the podcast world, of the comedy podcast world about chili. Well,
3: what is your attitude about chili in general?
1: Oh, I like chili. I had good chili. We made good chili here actually a week ago where it was nice vegetarian chili with sweet potatoes. And so good. <laughs> I like chili. Mm. <laughs> but.
3: That was a really cozy answer, I must the admit. T-
1: the taste of chili has been, it, it might as well be oh, rancid.
3: boy. It ask might as me, well
1: be made with worms.
3: Ask me my attitude towards chili.
1: Julie, what's your attitude toward chili?
3: I kind of like it and it kind of makes me want to throw
1: up. Sure. Like, that's a, that's I, a fair answer.
3: Like, it's not soup, <laughs> and if I'm going to eat it for a meal, like, I'm going to need a starch. I'm going to need some rice or...
1: Cornbread.
3: Um, yeah, cornbread
4: or a potato. Now, yeah. Now, Brayette, do you have an opinion of chili? Oh, yeah. I, I'm a, a a big fan of chili. Um, I uh, I was... For this week, I was doing... I've always been sort of just, you know, an, an amateur uh, lover of chili, but... Um, uh, did a big deep dive on chili culture this week. Uh, and I got to say, I, I'm ready to go all in uh, on chili. Uh, it's really a fascinating world. There's all these different regional varieties. You got your Texas chili, your Cincinnati chili, um, you know, your chili verde. There's a, there's a lot of different varieties to it. Um, so I'm looking forward to, to to talking to these chili experts today and getting more into this. Because, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, depending on how today goes, I'm, I'm ready to go all in on, on chili.
3: This is our this is what we do when we screw up. We don't put it past us. We don't forgive ourselves. no we lean in and we beat ourselves up forever.
1: And I know there's people that go, oh well now there's probably people probably people are gonna get get me on some like uh, I feel like I'm some oldster that's gonna get ripped off for some reverse prime mortgage thing next. So I'm sell, I'm gonna sell my life insurance or whatever these these con men do to to marks. I feel like a mark now. Like people just see me sitting there and I'm a mark. There's not as much of a mark. WTF doesn't have a bigger mark than this <laughs> show does right now. Right now, double threat is a bigger mark than WTF has. I want to, whoever put that picture up.
3: Oh, it, now you're mad it, at it him. Get me dirty. You're mad. At, there we go. No
1: no, 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 no. no. I just,
4: I fell for it. I step. I'm the one that stepped in the trap. Look, today's about changing the narrative. Changing the narrative. Uh, you know, if people online want to squabble about, you know, Photoshop this, Photoshop that, they can do it. By the way, uh,
3: no one, no one is saying that. You're the only person, Tom. You're the I only person. These,
1: I want to ask these chilly guys if they see this photo, if they think it looks if they I'm not gonna tell them it's fake. All right. We show them the photo, you go like, hey, what would you do if this happened to you?
3: By the way, speaking of corrections, I confused. John Hinckley Jr. for Mark David Chapman two weeks ago. I was humiliated but I uh, blocked it out.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I'm still actually super embarrassed about it. But we're not going to have like, him come on. Are, they, are either of those guys still alive? Mark David Hinckley, Chapman?
1: Hinckley's alive. I think they're both alive. Well, we'll have them be
3: like the two chili organizations. Alive we'll and well.
1: <laughs> both of these rats <laughs> Still still living there. Oh, my hip hurts. <laughs> Boy, the old the old body's starting to wear yeah. down. Huh? Getting
3: old is, not, is that is not for uh what is that expression? Aging
1: is not for the aged. I don't know. I I don't know anything anymore. Oh, this chili thing rattled my confidence. Here we go. I need these chili guys. These chili guys don't know. I need them to help. Find my smile again.
3: This is what I'm gonna say. Mistakes are in the past. Let's learn about chili.
1: Yes, let's learn about chili.
4: Well, I got good news because I got Keith and Mike uh, from the CASI, the Chili Appreciation Society International, joining uh, the call. Uh, should I go ahead and bring uh, Keith and Mike in? We'll get this started. Okay, here we go.
3: I wish you would. Hi, Mike. Hi, Keith.
1: How
5: are y'all? Good
1: afternoon. Welcome to the
3: show. Good afternoon.
1: What is ground zero for for the best chili that the world should follow and who's getting it wrong?
5: <laughs> Many a fight has been started over that question.
3: Well, let's go. Let, we we want you to tear each other into bloody shards.
6: Well, actually, that's what started the organization. A fight. There was a newspaper columnist in New York City that was New trashing. York
3: City. Yes. Remember that salsa commercial, New York
0: City.
5: And this is what this is what really got the the fight started was uh, H. Allen Smith. This. Pompous New Yorker wrote an article for Holiday Magazine called I Know More About Chili Than Anybody. Okay. What and a- that, that just inflamed the Texans because the Texans believe that the only chili the right way to make chili is the Texas way to make chili.
1: And what is the Texas way to make chili?
6: Texas way to chili. It's a red chili. It's meat and gravy only. And that's it.
3: No beans.
6: No, no
5: beans. beans. They, there's, a, there's an old saying that says, if you know beans about chili, you know there's no beans in chili.
3: And what a saying it is.
5: <laughs> in fact, back in the 50s, one of the original, <laughs> of the original books on the history of chili was called With or Without Beans, because that has always been the debate. Mike is Chile.
3: holding up a book that's called With or Without Beans.
5: It's one of the trifecta of uh, chili history is With yes. or Without Beans.
3: Well, now you're going to have to tell me what the other two things are, because you said trifecta.
5: Well, a bowl of red by Frank X. Tolbert, who was a newspaper man for the Dallas morning news, who did a lot to promote Chile in the early days, and especially the chili championship down in Terlingua between H. Allen Smith and Wick Fowler back in 67. And then the third piece I'll hold up is by H. Allen Smith, the pompous New Yorker, who was a humorist, uh, Claims to be uh, the most popular humorist since Mark Twain in American uh, history. So You
3: hate him. You hate him.
5: Well, you know, he did a lot. He was in r-
3: front of you. Is he if he was in front of you right now, what would It's always talking?
5: good to have a chili villain, you know, to get to get to root against.
3: <laughs> you hate him so sure. much. You hate him so much.
1: <laughs> so how how con- how contentious does all does the, the world of chili enthusiasm uh, get? Like, if you, if you see somebody eating chili the wrong way, do you just want to pour it over their head?
6: Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. It's, chili is just the excuse for the party. Okay. With us, it's friendly competition. It, and it's that way with all the groups, actually. Mm-hmm. And that one of them is offering big bucks. Um, so, but for us, it's... You know, it's like when we have our championship in Terlingua every year, for us, it's like a giant family reunion.
1: Absolutely. Please tell us more about this Terlingua championship.
6: What is that? Terlingua International Chile Championship. It happens the first full weekend in November every year, um, with the exception of last year because of COVID and everything that was going on. Um, we were not able to have the championship in Turingwell. Cassie, we actually have our own site. We own a 320-acre ranch out between a town called Steady Butte and uh, Lajitas. And we're about 30, 28, 30 miles from Big Bend National Park. And you either love it or you hate it.
5: Yeah, when I, I, should, I should add that when Keith says ranch, we're talking about scorpions and tarantulas and rocks and tumbleweeds and some of the rattlesnakes, little, rattlesnakes some of the most beautiful views you will ever see in your life. The, uh, the sunrises and the sunsets are incredible. Mm-hmm. But, uh, it's so what, so I'm
3: sorry, just to be clear. So
5: once a year you guys go to the desert and you to the eat, high yeah. desert. Yes. Okay. Yes. And
3: you eat chili and you judge it.
5: It's a, basically
6: it's a, uh, I get in trouble for saying this stuff all the time, but it's a week long party. And um, we probably have anywhere in the neighborhood of 1200 to 2000 spectators that come out that are not chili cooks. They're just there for the party for the week. And on one day on Saturday
5: is judging day.
3: Tell me, tell me about judging day. And by the way, quick question. When people go there, is the chili already made or do they make it on
5: site? No, 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 no. That's part of the fun. No, 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 no,
7: no,
5: no, 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 no. All the chili is made from scratch on site. Every competition has that rule. So so
3: even though you guys are in the middle of the desert, you have the facilities.
5: I live in Virginia. I've got to put everything on an airplane and haul it down to the desert, fly into El Paso or Midland, Texas and drive another 280 miles with uh, pots and pans and stoves and everything. You
3: take your own equipment and you make magic happen. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: We have a, a gourmand of sorts on our, our very own program. Uh, Brett, our producer, you can see there. he He's a... Uh, Usually he specializes in rubs and glazes is where
4: his, his passions for fish. That's primarily. his foundation.
1: He yeah. would
5: make a very good chili cook then. Really?
4: Yeah. Well I was gonna say I saw online that you can apply is this right, you can apply to be a judge at the Terlingua championships. Yes. Yeah. Um Brett so wants just,
3: to be a Brett wants to be a judge.
4: I'm just wondering yeah. what kind of credentials you're looking for. What kind of how can I if, if I if I was to apply, how can I how can I kind of be, you know, uh uh help my application? Uh what can I do to to, you know?
5: Well the number, the the number one thing, you gotta love chili. Okay. That's it.
4: Yeah.
1: Okay. Brett uh, Brett and his friend uh Abe Lincoln both enjoy chili, if you know what I mean. <laughs> right? Does that help get the application to the top of the pile?
6: That has right. nothing to do with it.
1: Sure. And what are some of the what are what are the, what are the what are the categories of judging that go into a chili? Is it is it flavor, consistency, or do or you what have
3: categories the, like beans or are there are no beans allowed at the chili festival. Right. No,
5: no, no, we, no we, we, yeah. we have a separate competition for beans. Yeah. You what? We have a beans, uh, a beans competition. That's something that we also is it judge. The same in week? Yes, it is. Yeah.
3: Okay. So you don't, you don't call that chili. You call it beans. Nope. We
5: call You're it beans. beans. We do
6: on, on Friday is our We, we run several scholarship programs. And, uh, on Friday is our national scholarship day. And we'd run a beans, wings, and salsa competition that's open to anybody. And they're all money categories. Okay. Fees go into our scholarship fund.
1: Who knew that chili was so, uh, uh, was, was so altruistic. I did not know the chili community sponsoring
3: was sponsoring the was... next generation of chili lovers.
5: Yeah, actually, every chili cook off is a fundraiser for it, typically for a local charity. So there are five to 600 cook offs that we sanction each year to help uh, folks advance to the international championship down in Terlingua. And in the process of doing that, we raise somewhere between a million and a million and a half dollars every year, primarily for local charities. Could be wow. A now
3: that is spicy.
5: Yeah, it could be so, an animal shelter or a local volunteer fire department or you you name it, whatever. The- well, the
3: fire department, the fire department seems appropriate, which leads me to my <laughs> next question: Is is like four alarm chili still a thing? Are there still alarms used to judge uh, or to to categorize chili? Do we still use alarms? Keith is shaking his head. No.
6: No. You know, it's it's you had asked earlier about how the he'd asked about the judging. When they judge for us, it's five criteria. It's taste, aftertaste, aroma, consistency, and color.
3: Okay, so not heat.
5: No. But that goes the heat figures into the taste and the aftertaste. It has to taste like chili, and chili has an after afterburn to it. So
3: so is there a category where like, do you mark the heat of something or everyone's just like, you know, there's no limit. You know what I mean? Like, there's no safe word. You're just well, like, we have another I'm in a chili, in the chili competition. World.
5: Sorry, go we have ahead. Another saying in the chili world. And that is the best kind of chili is the kind you like. So ultimately we give instructions to the judges on what they're, sh- what they should be looking for, but they, uh, apply their own, uh, history with chili, their mom's recipe, whatever their grandma's recipe, whatever they like. And that's, usually what kind of colors, what they're, how but they're But Mike, how they're this is what
3: I'm asking. If Brett is judging the chili yeah, competition you, mm-hmm. and Brett is like, I I can't eat anything too spicy. Is he ineligible yeah. or is any category like all bets are off, this might no. have ghost peppers in it?
5: I would bet that there's no ghost peppers because you don't want to kill yeah. the judge's palate. That's one of the ways you can get tossed off of a table very quickly.
6: That decision to yeah, that decision is left up to the specific judges, um, because what I think spicy hot and what you think is spicy hot are two different, completely different things. Probably, uh, I'm you know I'm not going to pick on them, but I'm going to pick on them. I've got friends in the Midwest that think that black pepper is really spicy. I mean black pepper down here, you know, it's like salt. Because
4: I I can take a little bit of heat, a little bit of spice, but I think Julie's question is a good one. Because at this point, I'm pretty committed to coming out to Terlingua this year and and taking part in this. And and, but I I want to know—I do. You know, is is there a possibility that I would take a bite of a of a chili that's in competition and just get my head totally blown off? Or is that not? Is that usually not going to happen?
6: I don't think that's going to happen. You may get one that's a little hotter, spicier than you think. Than I mean. Because that occasionally does happen, but
5: nine times out of ten, it's that's that's Sounds like thing. there's
3: a bullet in this chamber, Brett. You're playing Russian. You're playing Texas roulette with this.
5: We'll take yeah. good care of you, Brett. It's I'd say on a scale of one to ten, most of the chilies fall between a four and a six. Because it's yeah. a it's you want a good balance of flavor and heat. That's really what makes a great chili. It may, it's the kind of flavor where you just want to keep going back and eating more and more and more. Yeah. More of it. That's what you're really shooting for. So you're trying to pack a lot of flavor into a teaspoon or two teaspoons worth of chili. And you're judging 15 to 20 chilies is typically what you're going to get a chance uh, to judge on championship chili. You're day.
3: saying he's going to. Have you accepted him to be a judge? Sure. Sure. Why oh not?
5: My oh, God. my God. This is huge. What?
2: This
4: is huge. <laughs> you guys made my day. Now,
1: are there other chili organizations? Are you the chili organization?
6: There are two. There are three total in the country. Okay. There is um, Cassie. Then there is um, the Tolbert group. They're in Texas. Then the third group is uh, International Chili Society, which is ICS. And what's their deal? That's the money.
3: Oh, Uh, tell me more. A
6: a lot of times you see on some of these food cooking shows and network shows where they're gonna they do a chili cook off. You see people getting up there to get twenty five thousand dollars and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. That's ICS. That's International Chili Society.
1: So they're in the pocket of Big
5: Chili. It's um,
3: where do they get that money? It's a
5: it's a different philosophy. We like to you know we we cook for uh bragging rights and and uh eternal gratitude from uh the recipients of the uh of the charitable contributions that we make so we'd like to return as much money as possible this is all an out of pocket um endeavor for us and so like i said we want to raise as much money as we can for the charities ics you know, that money comes that prize money comes out they are also cooking for charity but that prize money is coming out of what could have gone to the charity, but the sponsors oh. are, are pro- the sponsors are putting up the money for that's sponsors and
6: underwriters.
5: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So they make sure, oh, here's what's left for the kids. No, Gotta-
5: they, they they they
6: do very well. I mean it's on on the on the flip side of the on the, that the donation sides of everything, all three organizations do very, very well by charities.
1: Okay. What all do right. you
3: what do you hate the most? about the international. She's trying to
5: start a, start an incident here. Uh, No, there's no, I mean, it's, it's just,
6: it's like Mike said, it's just a different philosophy.
3: Is it their attitude? Uh
1: Well, they are based in California
5: versus Texas. So
6: there it is.
1: So they've got, they've got beans, right? They've got beans in their chili.
6: Actually, they don't. Well, they don't. It um, actually just a little bit about International Chili Society back in their history. Uh, you know who Carroll Shelby is? No, you know that name. The, the uh, Shelby Mustang. Shelby Mustang. Okay. He was he was the one that designed the he's the one that designed the, the Cobra the Cobra for, for Ford with the Mustang Okay. hard um anyway, um Carol Shelby started ICS out of California. Okay. And,
5: but he was an original, um, he was an original participant down in Terlingua in 67. Yeah. So Yeah. That's was where, oh,
3: okay. So they're carpet baggers, is what you All
5: say. three organizations actually share the same
6: route. We all started. We're like the three great religions. That closed off in
2: sixty-seven.
3: There's only three? <laughs> sure. What about yeah. Scientology? Can I interest you gentlemen in Scientology?
2: <laughs> now,
1: is, hey, we didn't mention this is a Scientology sponsored uh <laughs> podcast. Well, like no, I say, I, uh,
4: I was I was a Terlingua guy already, but now I'm definitely a Terlingua guy after hearing after hearing the, the <laughs> distinctions between the I don't different
3: know I'm gonna need to hear a little bit more more trash about ICS. I,
5: You'll, no, bro, you will really you'll really enjoy it down there because the wing if you get a chance to judge not only the chili, but the earlier days, if you do the wings and the beans, you will come back and you'll say, I have never had beans or wings that taste that fantastic in my entire life. I've judged, I've judged it all down there besides competing down there, and it'll just blow your mind. It's worth it to come down there just for that. And the salsa, they do salsa, traditional salsa, and pico de gallo. So there's, yeah. there's these are all very large food competitions. Most of them are the largest of their kind in the world, and people love it.
1: So, I'll tell you what, though, Brett. if yeah. you go down there and you start clowning around and ruining their chili thing, they're, they're going to walk you right out in the desert. Nobody's ever going to hear from you again.
6: Oh, no. no they will find, no.
1: find a skeleton out in Terlingua. Oh,
3: but it is easy to hide now. a body there, right? Like, there's not a lot of you said you had uh, to dive uh, like yeah. 300 uh,
6: really, miles. But for- actually, the ranch is, the ranch is built. The whole Terlingua was a uh, mercury mining town back in the early 1900s and the 20s. And okay. right behind our ranch are just miles and miles and miles of mine tunnels.
3: Right. So you can store someone in the tunnel without even having to dig. Sure.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I really got to be on my best behavior uh, this yeah. year at Terlingua. You don't go down doing your your comedy routines, Brett. Yeah. I got I to really... Uh, uh, you know, get the because, guys. I got to tell in. you too. I, I, I am. I, I do live in California as well. So I hope I'm not going to have like the you know the the you know the stench of ICS on the me state, when I'm out the there.
3: stench of ICS. Yeah.
5: yeah, just make sure when you get your rental car that it has Texas tags on it. Don't let them give you tags <laughs> okay. from another state. Gotcha. You'll sure, get pulled smart. over if you're driving around with oh. texas tags.
1: Yeah. And Brett, also, you go down, you do the wrong thing, you'll be you'll be in the the scorpions have a Brett tasting contest. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Actually, the cooks, we have cooks that cook all three. They're, okay. they're members of all three and they cook all three organizations. So it's. Oh, so traders.
5: Sure. No, 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 oh, no, no okay. No. Julie, you're just not letting this go. You're really trying to get instigate something here. I can see. Yeah.
6: Now I'm, you want to instigate something. I'll tell you and so say we're not anything like a barbecue cook. All right. Oh, what oh. does that mean? Oh. So tell me what the, okay, those I'll are. What are go. those?
3: What are those? The worst of the, Tell me about that. What does
6: that no, mean? No, it's, it's, if you know barbecue cooks and barbecue teams and ones that hit and win and do and all this kind of thing, they will never, ever, ever share you, they will give you a recipe to save their lives.
3: Well, that's my next question. I don't know if the two of you are secretive about your recipes, but what do you think are like the, the, the chief ingredients to what you would, you know, start out with for your chili?
6: Well, the base, in. the base is meat, of course. Onions, tomatoes, and peppers.
3: What kind of peppers?
6: There it goes. There's, There's a um, secret. No, it's not a secret. It's that everybody has, it's, it's actually amazing to sit on a judging table for us because they all taste extremely similar with little tweaks in between them. That Because everybody uses, there are some spice companies that we all use where we all get everything is done with powders now chili powder and onion powder garlic powders Um, so across the board everybody's using the same powders just in different proportions
5: yeah these aren't pre-blended this isn't like it's got it all in there you're getting the individual chilies with the garlic and the cumin and the onion and you're you're deciding what proportions you want to go into your blend of chili powder
3: What kind of peppers?
5: Ancho, cayenne, Serrano, jalapeno, jalapeno, hatch green, you name it.
6: And and since, you know, Brett told me I could do this and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do this anyway. We're going to do like shameless plug here. Okay.
2: Mm -hmm.
6: Okay. This is the Cassie chili mix.
3: Oh, you got a box and it has the spices in it.
6: It's what it is, is um, we have a supermarket chain here in Texas called HEB, and HEB has partnered with us, and they, through a packer, developed a chili mix for for sale in their stores here in in Texas. And uh, so they we get a little bit to this to go to charity from their little boxes. So it's it's a pre blend. What we do, and knowing talking to y'all now, you'll appreciate this terminology. Um Spice blends for us are called dumps. So everybody has a one-dump, two-dump, three-dump recipe.
3: Oh, I'm getting hungrier and hungrier.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
5: well, Julie, at least you're the only one on this crew that uh, we'd listen to your, your Halloween um, three bowls of chili and six pounds of candy broadcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're the only <laughs> one who actually makes their own chili. I mean, yes. going to Astro Burger or, or or dumping it out of a can. I mean, come on, guys. Oh, come on. That's
2: Thank you. That's the real guys.
5: controversy here. Thank
2: you.
3: I'm very, I, hey, Brett and Tom, do you see that?
5: I do. I feel see like that. a million I'm
3: bucks back. right now. <laughs> so like, it seems like
1: two people from the show are going to Terlingua. <laughs> Now
5: it's chili queen got the chili queen now. Yeah. Julie, I this just want to know what's the deal with the blender. I mean, that might be a new secret. I need a uh, food processor.
3: Mike, I need a food processor. I, I don't, I, I have a tiny apartment. I wouldn't know where to put it, but I do need one. I like, um, I like pureed like things. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice and, yeah. I like a soup. I like a soupier chili. I like a little bit more of a soup than a stew. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think of Cincinnati chili?
5: Oh, the, the Texans say that that is, that's blasphemy, is what that is. It's not chili? Con- well, it's, it, they say that there's all these things in Cincinnati chili that aren't supposed to be there, like chocolate Cinnamon. And, and clove. Now, pe- people do love that chili. I have cooked it and served it to the public, and they've eaten every single drop of it out of the pot. It I- has its place.
6: But
3: not in Tlingua.
5: That any card, ca- any card no. carrying Texas chili maker is not going to be making anything similar to Cincinnati. Yeah. Not in yeah, exactly.
1: Like- what are you going to show up in Tlingua and throw a Snickers bar into your chili?
5: <laughs> hey, it's been yeah. done before. Do <laughs> a, a, sure.
3: a pumpkin spice latte, a Snickers bar.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you'll end up in the mines if you do that. Have there been chili? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'll walk you into the mines. Chili they like jail. There will be they call blood. It. They there call it Tlingua Chili Jail. Um, now, there's been chili is a relatively messy food, and uh, there there have been chili mishaps. I'm sure, and and I, there's one picture in particular. You, of of course, everybody knows Jack Nicholson, and uh, there's a famous picture of him courtside spilling chili on himself. Like, what would yeah. you do to advise <laughs> Jack Nicholson? <laughs> With this very real photo of Jack Nicholson, like that was. Well, I, I just from love the fact that it, it's.
5: It looks like it's Tupperware. It looks like he might have brought that from home instead of buying it at the concession stand. Yeah. I do How would you
1: advise? How would how would you navigate this situation? You're courtside at a Lakers game, and you spill chili on your cords. I,
5: I think I'd scrape it back into the bowl and give it a quick sniff and see what you think. And.
6: <laughs> okay,
1: I'm
5: just, I'm, watching. I'm
6: just looking at the old guy sitting next to him, is flipping somebody off. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah,
1: so when you see that, and what, how, how do you get chili out of uh garments?
5: Oh, you it's 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 a badge of honor, you, you just carry it around with you for life at that point. So,
3: you don't that's the answer.
5: Okay. Not that day, <laughs> that's why we always laugh when people show up at a chili cook off to either judge or taste and they're wearing a white shirt. It's like, okay, oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, um, take, it's like notes.
5: you're a, you're one brave individual, but it is yeah. a badge of honor. Like if you go, it's kind of like if you go home, if you tell your wife that you went to a chili cook off and you go home without a chili stain on your shirt, then she starts scratching her head on. The <laughs> yeah, yeah right. I see.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: Exactly. Yeah, he's
3: been uh, getting something hot and spicy. All right.
5: <laughs> now, Tom, right, along the lines of that of, of that Jack Nicholson picture, uh, one of the more famous scenes is. From the office is. Do you remember when Kevin cooked his famous chili and brought it to mm-hmm. the office? Sure. That's and
4: it, yeah, the whole thing got
5: dumped on the ground burnt. on the carpet yeah. and scraped back up into the pot. So. You know.
4: I actually uh, try. I actually tried to book Brian Bumgartner on this episode and got a uh, no. Got a Brett, hard no. What are you,
3: Brett? <laughs> Brett, why didn't you ask us first? What are you doing,
1: Sorry. Tom? I don't want Brian Baumgartner we on our show. don't want Brian
3: Baumgartner
1: on?
4: Well, good news. He doesn't want to be on the show. So <laughs> <laughs> well, good, I want, Michael? I want Keith. <laughs> yeah, no, we definitely got what the is, better end of the deal here.
1: Best and worst. What is the... Describe the absolute worst chili from somebody who should have known better
5: that you've eaten. Oh, gosh. There <sighs> definitely. Well... It's really tough when uh, somebody wants you to taste their chili that's a newcomer that yeah. might not know better, and they put their heart and soul into it. It might even be a, a variation of a recipe that they grew up with. They're really proud of it, and you put it in your mouth, and you have to put the poker face on and yeah. do everything you can to keep from spitting it back out again. So <laughs> mm-hmm. there are oh, all yeah. kinds of crazy all, all kinds of crazy concoctions that go, with yeah. that get people put together. Okay. And what's the
3: best chili you've ever had
1: like the chili that you're still chasing to get like if only yeah. i could get back
6: to chili that chasers <laughs> it was a pot i cooked in 1999
3: oh boy <laughs> listen to no, this everybody gather around the campfire no it yes. really
2: seriously it, it's
3: tell me i'm not i'm not
2: fooling no, i don't want to hear about it i don't
6: remember the one. It, there, there was one and it had everything that it was supposed to have. It tasted the way it was supposed to taste. And uh, I've never been able to recreate it. Never. Okay. Because there, you never know. I mean, humidity is a factor. Spices are a factor. Age is a factor. I mean, it, it, it's you don't know.
5: Yeah, and we, and, but I've never been able to make that one again. We, we cook these chilies since they were cooked on site from scratch everybody's using a camp stove for the most part to cook their chili. And even the way your stove runs from is different than the one that's right next to you. When the way the wind's blowing, I mean, it's the creep. You could give everybody at the chili cook off the exact same set of ingredients and tell them to cook it. And you'd end up with chilies that all tasted slightly different from each other. Yeah,
1: Sure. Sure. Yeah.
5: But But the best
3: chili you've ever had, you made yourself is what you're saying.
5: Oh, everybody always says the best chili they make, they make themselves. Oh yeah, no. I, I we have a chili cook that lives here in uh, Virginia. Uh, he he's kind of up Brett's alley. He's a real gourmand. Um, we call him Mister Concoction. He'll you can just set him loose in anybody's c- kitchen. He'll look to see what's there and he will put together oh, something that's absolutely Brett fantastic. He love
3: doing that.
4: I love that. Yeah. People oh. call me the uh, kitchen alchemist is what, what you people have, uh, started to call me. So, um, you, you know, get together, it sounds like- this
5: guy's name is Rob. You get together, you get along well with Rob. Well, Rob once put together a pot of chili with 29 ingredients in it, but he was drinking the whole time and he didn't write anything down. So so and he, got,
3: he was drinking the whole time. And
5: he was drinking the whole time, which is a very mm-hmm. key, you know, the is chef Rob coming
4: to Terlingua? Will Rob be at Terlingua this year?
5: He's qualified for Turlingua this year.
3: You guys, uh, you want a roommate? You're gonna you're gonna bunk with yeah, him, Brett. Yeah, I think are exactly yeah. gonna
4: bunk. Think Rob and I have some stuff to talk about. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Got a bunk buddy now. <laughs>
5: the, al- the
3: Alchemist, the Alchemist wing.
5: So he he's made crazy yeah. pots of chili that are just so fantastically delicious, and then they can never be recreated because he has no idea what he put in the pot. <laughs> we just see twenty eight yeah. open spice jars sitting on the counter, and okay, all right, we'll never figure this one out.
1: Yeah, yeah, you got, almost got to send it to the lab and have them break it down for you.
5: <laughs> then there'll be that point three percent unknown. Yeah, right. Like yeah. twenty
3: three and me.
1: Yeah, there should be. There should be. There should be a DNA service for chili. Hey, I, they should I have would pay that. for that.
5: I would pay for that.
6: I wouldn't. Mike will. I won't. <laughs> okay.
3: Keith and Mike, wh- 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 which one of you is Felix? Which one of you is Oscar? Like, what? What kind of? Uh... What, what is how are you how do you two balance each other
5: out?
6: I'm probably more Oscar. <laughs> <Okay>.
3: mm-hmm.
5: <laughs> I'm a I'm a Virgo, so I'm definitely more Felix. You're a Felix. Yeah, copy that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm an I'm an Aries, so
3: you're cranky. You're cranky baby. No. Oh, okay. Chili no, kind of chili is kind of baby food, isn't it? Or can be. Have you ever fed chili to a baby?
5: Oh, that's a bad idea. Oh no. <laughs> that's a really bad idea.
6: <laughs> well, you know, maybe if their hand was spinning and
1: you know you know which yeah. means that's right a little, think, you know, do a little it then, exorcist. Get a little exorcist baby sure.
2: going. Yeah. And
3: then and then finally, I just I wanted to ask what you think of chili dogs. Do you think that that is an acceptable use of chili or are oh, you yeah. going to
6: make
5: you sick? No,
6: oh, no. I'm 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 a Chili dog fanatic. You
5: got to have killer. T- that's you got by by definition. You have to have fantastic chili to put on the chili dog. That's yes, step sure. number one. So yes. Now,
1: what is something weird? What is something weird or unusual that you put chili on that might surprise someone?
5: Hmm.
6: Well, actually, shameless plug. This.
1: Okay. out did
6: Touloungu every year. We have what's called an anything but chili contest, and you. You, you have to use the mix. You can do sweet or savory, but you cannot make chili. Okay. And we've had chili fudge, um, chili pecan peanut brittle. Uh, we've had chili drinks made with the mix. And so it's it's the most unusual thing. I have not a clue. <laughs>
1: What if I what if I was to come down to Terlingua with my famous chili milkshake?
2: Okay.
6: i
1: will try it. At least one sip of it. I wouldn't. I'm the one that made it and I won't
6: try it.
5: I'll be nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep the poker face on. Man,
6: I want before we before we head out of here, there is something I want to show you. Please. Yes. This this is the right, official trophy for the championship. Wow.
3: Wow. This is, um, that's yours? This is a, you won this, that? This was mine. Congratulations. Look at that. Thank it's you. a pepper. It's a, it's a pepper. That's like, it's like a globe, right? It's like a globe yes. on the, pe- okay.
5: We affectionately call it the big pickle. Okay. okay.
6: The first place trophy actually weighs about 25 pounds. And it's a it's a pure solid bronze cast. So so what
4: so what you're telling me is leave a little room in my suitcase when I come down to Terlingua this year, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, sure, Brett. That you can't great. cook unless you qualify. All right, yeah. all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna start working on that.
3: And you can't qualify. Well, you can cook. cook.
5: You can cook wings and beans and salsa <laughs> and salsa. pico de gallo without. Yeah. Now,
1: what is what is showmanship? Is it like like you bring out a giant pot of chili and somebody jumps out singing "Happy Birthday"?
6: <laughs> no, it's it's actually over like the years it's evolved. In the beginning, it was people dressing up, doing skits, and that kind of stuff. Ah,
3: that sounds great, Julie. What
1: we're going to Terlingua? I know.
6: It's transformed into like really, I don't want to say, well, the uh, adult games.
4: What like carnival <laughs> games and things, and
6: uh, yeah, it's. I, I had one, sh- I did a show one year when it was all Willie Nelson themed, and it was Pin the Tail on the Willie, really, Ring Around the Willie, really, Wet Willie. Really, uh,
1: <laughs> it's oh my goodness, <laughs> so huge, you-
6: and yeah. So you play games for the it's for the crowd and they come in and participate and play and you come up with cookie themes and stuff and
5: games and skits and mm-hmm. you do it for two hours in the desert. It's very mm-hmm. it, the origins are very vaudevillian. Yeah, there's there's yes. still some folks that like to do the, the kind of vaudeville skits there and it's uh, there's some great 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 creativity on display there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's yet oh. another thing you have to haul down to the middle of nowhere in the desert yeah. is well, everything that wigs. you're going to use wigs to build your that set heavy. for your show. So right,
3: right, right. Oh, I'll, I'll figure. I'll manage it.
1: We're Get going into lingua. We're going to We're gonna put on our little a uh, chili, chili show. Y'all need to come down. Okay.
4: Well, Brett's definitely coming down. Are you yeah. kidding? You definitely got one. I'm. I'm. I'll, I'll work on Tom and Julie. I think they. They seem like they're maybe halfway there, a little over halfway there. So we like yeah. the skits. Yeah,
1: the skit part. And, Brett, the only way you can go to Terlingua, if you're going to get our blessing, is if you dress like Jack Nicholson dressed at that (laughs) game. You got to wear a black duster and some green cords.
5: (laughs) You could enter a one-man show. That would be, I I think you should call it
2: off.
3: Don't (laughs) encourage him, fellas.
4: Yeah, don't encourage him. I love this idea. I think I already got this in my wardrobe, so this will be easy.
3: All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us and uh may the chili be with you, I guess. Yes, oh,
4: and you know, thanks so And, and uh, Keith, Keith where, where can we get that uh the the your your uh your chili that you that you showed us, your mix? Where, where chili where, mix? Where can, yeah, where, where can people get that?
5: It's um H E B dot I'm,
6: I'm yeah. not sure if H E B is still selling it online. They did for a while and then they took it away, but I can find out. I mean like
4: yeah, yeah. S- send me a link where people can get that, and I'll and I'll put that in our episode description so people can click on that.
6: Yeah, it's fun. It's it's a good product. And it's easy to use, inexpensive. So makes good chili. Mm-hmm. Okay, not for, not for competition.
1: Well, this is very exciting. We appreciate you guys taking the time to yeah. tell us about all things chili.
6: Well, we appreciate it being
4: here. Thank you.
3: Thanks, Thanks. guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks,
4: guys. Thanks. Thanks so much. See you. Yeah. Thank Thanks. you. Bye. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. We'll see you in Terlingua.
2: That
3: was so fun.
1: Yeah, that was good. And I just want to say one thing to you, Brett. Don't get Brian Baumgartner on this show.
3: Yeah, Brett, you never asked us about this. This is important. Don't
1: get.
4: I don't want Brian
1: ba- Baumgartner.
4: Okay, Either yeah, yeah, yeah. that's want my bad. Brian
1: Baumgartner. I was just reaching for show.
4: straws for this chill It was just for this chili episode because I saw oh, that he like. Oh,
1: no, no. That's how no, it starts. We understand
3: where you're coming from. But we really don't want Brian Baumgartner on this show.
1: Yeah, he don't want us. Guess what? We don't want him.
3: I'm so glad he said no, because if he'd said yes, it would have been a bad yeah. surprise.
4: Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I apologize. That was my bad. I was just trying to, you know, just I was just trying to cast a wide net for this chili episode. We're not mad had- at you, Brad. I'm gonna do the chili cook-off episode—a
1: double threat. It's me, Kevin from the office. Isn't
3: he like the number one person on Cameo? Didn't I oh. send you that
1: Tom? Yeah, over, he like, made over a million dollars. He made over a million dollars on Cameo this past yes. year. Yes. Oh,
4: what a that's a crock of shit. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I mean, there I'm it sorry, is, guys. There it is. That's it's
1: right. you that showing. You and your big buddy Brian Baumgartner can go eat chili all day long.
3: Tom, what did I say when Harris Whittles came on? How was your week? He
1: came on. How was your week? And he was talking about, he's like, Hey, I'm doing a, working (laughs) on a pilot with Brian Baumgartner from The Office where he works at like an an airport, airport, at like the baggage claim in an airport. And you were just like, That's not a good show. No (laughs) one wants to see that. (laughs) You just said, point blank, no one wants to see that. And that was. Very funny. That was I, true. I, I was like, oh wait, forget- what
3: are what what two things does America <laughs> need in their eyes after they have a shitty day?
1: Sit back and watch <sighs> Brian Baumgartner make sure that your baggage gets Or lose
3: your baggage, more likely. Bag. Like, hey, America, yeah. remember that one time you lost your baggage and you found out when you were in the most obnoxious light ever and you'd been on a plane and you hadn't yeah. eaten or brushed your teeth and Uh, What if we recreate that experience weekly with Brian Bumgardner?
1: Yeah. My guitar. uh, I I checked the guitar. It didn't come Sorry,
3: sir. Yeah, I don't know
1: what to tell you. I don't know what happened
3: to your guitar.
1: I'll check and see if anybody finds your guitar, and we'll see if we can (laughs) get it returned to you. And then he was like, I got a guitar and then like (laughs) see as like a band or something yeah like then you cut to him with just with with your guitar (laughs) i think we just wrote an episode
4: well
3: if only harris oh harris great guy
4: well, uh, I, yeah, I gotta, yeah, I gotta say now. I I, uh, I mean, I already empathized with you, Tom, but now I think I really know how you how you felt uh, last week. Uh, you know, making a sort of you make a, like an out of character mistake, and then you kind of look back and you're like, "What was I thinking? Like, who was well, that don't, person?" Well, don't don't you
1: try to don't, don't do get that. you get no refracted glory from <laughs> my blunder. First of all, I want to say this. Those two guys looked at that chili photo. They had no idea that it was fake. Second thing. I looked at that chilo- chili photo. I cannot believe I thought that was real for one second. <laughs> now that I look at it, like his hand is at a weird angle. Like he's holding the spoon. That's,
3: hindsight is 2020.
1: Ah, now I see it though. It looks uh, like the phoniest photo I ever saw in my life. And I'd like to apologize to the, the chili community. And uh, I will say this, those guys, they were definitely positioning. It's like a slobs versus snobs kind of thing with the uh, other Chile
4: organization. And speaking of that other Chile organization, uh, I have the uh, president of it, Mike McLeod, uh, in da, the waiting room da, right da, now.
3: Da, 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 da. Chile,
4: Chile royalty, the International Chile Society. Uh corporate. Wait, that's not sorry, that's
3: not hailed to the chief. Hail to the chief goes da da, da 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 da
4: Yes. All right. So uh what do you think? You guys ready to bring on um uh Mike McLeod from the ICS? Yeah, let's do it. Yes.
7: And here he comes.
3: Hello there, Mike. Hi. How are you doing?
7: Great, thank you. How are you?
3: We're okay. Are you in California?
7: I wish. I am in um, Middle Tennessee, where it is starting to sleet a little bit and snow a little bit. Oh,
3: dear me.
1: So, so with the ICS, you what are the, what are the duties and, and functions of, of the International Chile Society?
7: Great question. Uh, number one is to basically oversee and sanction um, contests to make sure that they're adjudicated fairly. And that uh, the winners are um, awarded appropriately. And then they are invited to the world championship uh, chili cook-off. So it's, we, it's we, like... Which
1: is, where's that held?
7: It's, it's in Myrtle Beach. We just moved it um, to Myrtle Beach. Uh, and uh, it'll be in September of this year in Myrtle Beach.
3: And what happens in Myrtle Beach? How does that go?
7: First of all, we, uh, we all try to stay sober uh for the first uh, twenty four to thirty-six hours. Okay. Um and then no uh, we How's we that work? Had, how's that work out? How's for that you? going um, for you? Last last time I was there it, it was a challenge. But bug, uh, <laughs> <bug>. <laughs> mm-hmm. no, we we get together and have uh, a lot of fun. We create a, a host later programming for uh consumers and for families to come out and enjoy chili and learn about chili and uh bring uh the kids out for, for fun and adults out for um chili sampling then we conduct a bunch of contests we do a lot of divisional contests there's numerous categories that we and what
1: what separates the i there are there are other chili organizations
7: there there's at least one other uh called cassie which is the chili appreciation society sanctioning society or something like that i'm not as as um up to speed on what that what their process is but uh they are they're a little bit more of a a full non-profit total fun situation not a whole lot of money involved in it we ICS basically created a competition circuit and brought money into play for the cooks and for charity so it's okay there's a little bit more focus on um uh, output instead of just having fun
1: okay so so you guys are a little more their their thing is a little more of like a like a fun thing and you guys are are a little more
7: yeah we're a little bit more how should I say um um official and and I guess competitive um and serious about it but but still it's there's a there's a ton of fun I mean there's there's plenty of room for for both are we are we is this pre Podcast oh no, we're doing work. it. This All is right. it. We're Oh no, this is the podcast, Mike. It, it doesn't get any better than this. <laughs> okay. If you're expecting
3: <laughs> us to uh, ramp up, that's not going to happen. This is the peak, uh, this is peak uh, energy from us. <laughs> I
7: just didn't know if the yeah. if the threat process, the the threat part, you know, had a different look to it. So
3: we're not no, threatening. There's no threat. There's we're no not threatening.
1: Threat.
3: <laughs> we <laughs> are podcasting. All I'm right. podcasting here. I
1: like it. Now, I like it. Now, br- our, our producer Brett is. Uh, is a bit of a uh, a whiz in the kitchen. He's um he's more of a glaze
7: and rub guy uh, when it gets down to it. Yeah. So barbecue, we can talk a lot about barbecue too. Uh, I've cut my teeth in uh, food sport on barbecue, so I know that rub and glaze stuff pretty well. Low and slow.
1: Yeah. He's he's more of a fish guy with uh-huh. the glazes and rubs. Although one time I went over his house and. He had all the glazes, all the rubs out, and then I don't think he had any fish. I wasn't That's, sure what he was doing yeah. in
4: there.
7: <laughs> Strategic <was> oversight,
4: like, <laughs> yeah. What are
1: you, what are you rubbing and glazing in there, buddy?
4: Yeah. Sometimes there's really no end game to it. It's really just about the process. Um, and then uh, you know, it's so the journey, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah it just, just ends up journey. being about the glaze and rub, and and, and sometimes. <laughs> but I, Mike, yeah.
3: how could Brett be involved in your chili competition as a cook or as a judge? or as an enthusiast, what what can we find a place for a, a young gourmand in your world?
7: All the above. Uh, he could be trained to become a, a certified chili judge.
3: Trained? Yeah.
7: I like you know, this. We, what we've, does we've that got, involve? We've got real classes. It involves about uh, two to three hours of, of understanding and listening and talking about chili and flavors and spices and texture. Um, and then you, you actually take an oath uh, to uphold the chili great chili standards which is what and uh what
3: is that wait what hold on what is in the oath
7: uh, well yeah there's an actual oath you can you recite social, the oath you have to give no. your social okay. you can't do it off the top of your head you can't do the oath. i don't teach the class that much so okay. i
3: pledge allegiance
7: to, yeah to chili to the chili <laughs> to, the, to ics <laughs> to 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 no beans in chili <laughs> what well, is with
3: I, you guys and beans what how, how did beans hurt you
7: well let me save the day for you number one uh, there are no bean chili categories, and then there are bean categories. So, uh, our presenting sponsor, Bush's Beans, wouldn't be involved if we didn't have some beans. But yeah, yeah I think it's a good it's a good question. It, go, it goes back to the history of of chili. Uh, beans were when chili was was basically a, a a west out west kind of uh, dish, right? The cowboys would would create it and whip it up, and they didn't have access to to beans so uh, the traditional chili was usually cubed beef uh, of some sort uh, or pork and like in chili verde so um, that's that's why the, the the long tradition of no bean chili is what a lot of truest will speak to uh, and of course as we've evolved as a society and uh, added all kinds of things to to chili uh, we've had to evolve at ICS too we have a home style division uh, which Brett, you could you could certainly cook in there. It's wide open. You can cook anything you want as long as it somewhat resembles chili. For the
4: for the amateurs, is what you're saying. For for the that's correct. Okay, great. Okay, yeah, amateur a, is Latin
3: for love
4: of the thing. <laughs> well, then as long as you as long as you love
1: it, you're good. Now, when it comes down to the chili that you like. What was the what 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 would that what would that be? Is it a simple no bean chili or can you appreciate the beans or do you like the crazy uh what is it is it a Cincinnati chili that the cool. that has everything thrown in it? What where do you
7: stand on the chili spectrum? I reacted spectrum?
3: when Tom said Cincinnati chili yeah, physically.
7: I like I like Cincinnati chili um on spaghetti. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um I But it, is it my,
3: chili, Mike? Is it chili?
7: I think it's chili. Oh. Yeah. It would go well in our open category. It wouldn't work in our traditional red or chili verde. Understood. Um, but it would go in the home style or it would go in the open very well. Uh, my favorite chili is actually a concoction that uh, one of my uh, ex-wives uh, used to create for me. And uh, it was it basically got uh, the beans. It's got uh, beef. It's got uh, cornbread and honey butter in it So and lots of cheese.
3: Let me ask you a question about Bush's baked beans. Did they ever bring that dog to the competition?
7: Yes. Yeah. Did yeah, you we- get to
3: pet? Did you get to pet him?
7: Yep. You sure do. You get a picture taken with him too. Oh my god! Because I will say
1: this, Julie. One of Julie's, uh, one of the 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 white whale in Julie's life is not a white whale. It's a tan dog. Duke. She she wanted to pet Duke. And talked to Bush Baked Beans on Twitter for months. I spoke to them on the phone. She spoke to
3: them on the phone. They said, I would say to my face, but it was on the phone. They said no.
7: Well, you can pet Duke if you come to the World Championship Chili Cook-Off in Myrtle Beach. I will give you that personal pledge. Okay. And uh, we'll we'll make that happen. Make your dreams come true right there. All right. And that's September? September, yes. Okay. 17, 17,
1: 18, and 19. Julie, it looks like... You need to have some blackout dates on that calendar for I've got this September. My petting, I
3: got my pet I got my pet and fingers ready.
1: You got to get that pet and hand strong. You got 9 months to build up those petting muscles in that petting hand of yours. I think I think she can do it. Duke is waiting.
3: <laughs> Mike, tell me about the chili you make. What is what needs to be in Mike's kitchen to whip up the Mike McCloud famous Mike McCloud chili
7: Well, first of all, I'm not known for my chili. Um, what, are like, for, I, I, what are you known am, for, Mike? What are you known for? If we ever what is create, your legacy? If we ever create a world microwave championship, I am okay. going to kick. you yeah. have a wow. shirt on that says
2: "food." <laughs> You're using
7: Mate. the
3: friggin microwave Mate. like me, <laughs> like a like a like a you know a, a kitchen dolt like myself. Do, do really? You
7: think, do you think Roger Goodell could play great football?
3: I don't know who that is.
7: He, he con- runs football. He, he runs sure. NFL. He's oh, the NFL okay. I understand. So
3: you're a connoisseur. You're an appreciator.
7: Yeah, some of us have to make sure that the game is played correctly. Yeah, that's 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 where I focus uh, my energies. I sure.
1: Now, it's, it's, the one thing that people, uh, chili is a relatively messy food in the scheme of uh, of foods. Lots of ingredients, um, and there's that one. Food famous photo of jack nicholson spilling chili on his 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 clothes at the lakers game brett can you do you have that photo brett yeah i'm gonna pull that up now okay and it's like you're gonna ask me to dissect this
7: no, i we just want, want to, to know see- how to
3: get chili out of corduroys <laughs> what would you do
1: have you seen this photo before
7: <laughs> i have not seen that photo no
1: he spilled chili on his pants courtside at a laker game what would you do if you were in that situation? How would you navigate this?
7: I think if I were him, I would probably start uh, scooping it off my pants and just eat it. <laughs> right, right there. I mean, Mike, that is on, a
3: great answer.
7: Just depends on how, when the last time he washed those pants was, right? Sure. I mean, how many times he's worn those pants. Sure. But I, I'm going to guess that they're clean pants. And mm-hmm. I think it would have been an awesome thing if he'd have just started scooping it off his knee and just lapped it up.
3: And then when you get home, sure. what do you do? Wash Throw them, them out. away?
7: <laughs> no, you can just wash those pants. I think it'd be fine. Chili, chili stains. Most chili stains would come out.
3: Maybe not a Cincinnati chili stain because it's got that friggin' chocolate in it, right?
7: Ch- I don't think chocolate's in it. I think it's. Um,
3: Oh, it, Mike, it, I hate it? to correct you. I, mm. I never thought I'd know some more about chili than you did in one particular instance, but... I'm thinking of
7: three-way chili, but yeah, you might... no, no it
3: is. It's the same thing. It's, it's Skyline. they throw
7: chocolate in there. Yeah? They and get chocolate thro- in it?
3: They do. I did
1: know that.
7: They do. As a, as a uh, flavor, as a spice, or what? Oh, yeah,
4: they'll put... Um Sometimes straight chocolate in it, uh, you know, in low, in low amounts, uh, or they also, you know, via like a mole, we'll get chocolate in there that way.
3: Via a mole.
4: Nice. What is the weirdest chili
1: that you found yourself liking that, that you've, you've come across Mike?
7: Uh, chili verde. And I, when I look at a bowl of green, when I first looked at a bowl of green chili, I, I thought I, this is, this is probably too healthy for me. I don't think I'm going to like it. Um, Mm -hmm. I didn't know what it was going to taste like. Um, it looked like someone had already eaten it. So (laughs) I, but I, I ate it and it was, it was really good. So you thought it was a bowl of barf possibly (laughs)
1: when you saw it is what you're saying. One way to look at it.
3: (laughs) You say, look, I get paid the big bucks. I got to take that leap.
7: I thought it was used used chili, so um, <laughs> used chili, yes. yeah.
1: Yes, fifty percent off. Yeah, legacy a, chili, maybe. What,
3: what about these Texans? What about these Texas people? what What are they? What are they? Uh, what's their deal? That they think they th- they the think only their only chili don't
1: stink. What do you they
3: think, think about chili don't if They stink. think that. What do you think of that, Mike? These Texans. Do you mess with
7: Texas? I think they're very proud of it. Um, just like, just like they are their barbecue. They, uh, they have a way, they have a way of doing things and, uh, it, it's the cowboy way. Well, I know they, they got
4: get, that, uh, they got that championship down in Terlingua every year, right? That, yeah, that Terlingua so, championship. Uh, I, I was looking online. It says, uh, like, uh, I think anybody can sign up to be a judge for Terlingua. Um, so, you know, considering that versus your kind of like, uh, the test you've got to take, I mean, does that, you know, speak to like, uh, You're the official, and they're kind of just for fun, or you know, what do you think?
7: It's kind of an odd question because it's like um, it would be like saying that NFL. Well, I guess NFL would be better than XFL, wouldn't it? You remember the XFL? Oh yeah, league. Do I ever?
3: Tom lost his shirt betting on those teams.
1: I lost 130 grand on a on a Hitman game. Uh, Oh no betting no i'm just i'm making that up i did not
7: i would not bet on the xfl
3: are you saying they're little league and you're the yankees is this what's happening
7: i am not saying that i have great respect for cassie and Tolbert and uh trilingua uh chile they 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 do it a lot like the traditional red uh in in our world uh and they they just have their own a fiefdom it's kind of like okay. Texas is where we're going to do it it's where we're going to be and and we're going to go out to this great uh, property out in the middle of nowhere and have a big time it's probably as close to a burning man strategy for Chile as anything
3: burning mouth okay.
7: yeah there you go <laughs> yeah, Burn, oh my goodness I think goodness. you just came up with a great uh, t-shirt for them oh
1: burning if, they don't mouth. Use it,
7: if they don't use it we might steal that <laughs> yeah
3: <laughs> Mike I know you got money you gotta pay me you got to pay me for that one, Mike.
7: How about royalties? Can we can we strike a deal on royalties? We'll strike
3: a deal. We'll talk.
7: Okay.
1: We've got access to a company called T Public. They'll print literally anything on a shirt. Yeah. I tell you. We'll get a burning mouth shirts going. Everybody is going to get rich.
3: Have you ever been to Terlingua? I Mike?
1: haven't,
7: have, no. you,
3: have you ever been? Have you ever considered going, but like in disguise?
7: <laughs> I think it'd be hard for me to do that, but... But I, I think I will go uh, one day. I, sure. Just to give you a little short history about my Please. connection to Chile. Uh, back in oh eight oh nine, um, you know, a long, long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, um, I was big into to barbecue as a marketing director, sort of, for the Kansas City Barbecue Society, and and I wanted to jump into Chile and learn about it, and so I went to ICS and started learning about Chile. And really, um, in, a, in a short span of time, we, I, I got very serious about it and tried to purchase ICS back in 08 and 09. And um, that just didn't pan out. The, the owners at the time, Dave and Carol Hancock, uh, who had worked closely with Carol Shelby, Carol Shelby being the creator, him and his friends of, of ICS. Um, uh, they didn't just Didn't he create
3: the Mustang?
7: Yes. He's a racing legend that uh, is behind the, the Shelby Cobra. And um so yeah, he had a he and his friends had a thing for chili. Um and they just decided to get together and throw throw a competition, see whose chili was the best. And that from that came uh all the derivatives of the of the Chili Society. So um, but anyway, I, I was not able to purchase ICS in, in 08, 09. And so I stepped away from it um and, and went down the path of creating the World Food Championships in 2010, and our first event was in 2012. So I, I kind of dipped my toes in the chili water. Uh, uh, in LA, LA. That is, I
1: don't oh want to pick. God, I'm going sh- to strike that image from my mind.
7: Oh, Mike. It, it, it turned green, and, and thus, you know, chili verde was great Not
2: <laughs> yes. Um
7: Yes. I'm going to get crucified with that one. So I, yeah, uh, I, I, dipped, uh, I um I played around with chili, <laughs> I didn't dip anything in it. Okay, thank you. Okay. And, uh, Step step back, went a different direction, and then in 2020, last year, right before COVID hit, we got an opportunity to uh, uh, to acquire ICS. So we've spent the last year, literally just almost exactly a year, uh, getting up to speed and making some tweaks and making some additions and getting ready for the uh, the next championship. And um, that we we've, we were going to try to do it in April of this year. But we've we've pushed it back to September just to try to have a safer environment, um, COVID-wise.
3: Amazing! Thank you so much, Mike. Thank you so much for joining us. And um, I'll see you September. I'll be the one chasing Duke around with a big butterfly net. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
7: I'll make sure that the bushes folks are ready for you. You know
3: what? Don't don't yeah. tell them I'm coming. No,
7: I'm going to say <laughs> well, this. Yeah, will
3: be. They, they've already asked me to.
7: If,
2: do, you if have if you want do you have
1: a yeah.
7: restraining? No, I don't. Order on I don't. <laughs> yeah. I don't. But I yeah. think it would
3: be better if you didn't tell them.
7: Okay. Got it. All right. our se- It's our secret. Yes. Thank you, Mike. Oh, just, like
3: just like the recipe for, yeah. for Bush's baked beans. He ain't saying nothing. And then he goes, <laughs> That's
7: exactly Whoa. right. All right. Yeah? Anyway. Well, All right,
3: Mike. Thank you so much for joining I, us. And uh, may the chili be with you.
7: May the chili force be with you. Absolutely. Thank I'll, you. Y'all take Bye.
3: Care.
1: I, they're 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 cla- they're classy, these chili guys. They they threw little little slight little little pokes at the other what? organization.
4: I'll tell you what, you go down to Trilingo and get some drinks in these guys, that's I think that's when we're gonna see the real the real
1: You don't to tell me about I see he, this chili cover, they do their thing. They don't even know there's chocolate and the chili <laughs> in Cincinnati. You tell me you go and see the chili. They don't know chili.
3: Someone comes around with peyote.
1: Yeah. That's what we should have asked them. If there's if there's like
3: I didn't want to because when they mentioned that alchemist who's like, That guy put twenty nine ingredients and I was like, okay. And he was drunk. He was there's was something else <laughs>
1: going on. There. I wonder, there must be like there clearly must be weed chili, right? How can there not that makes
3: be? Me, ugh, Nauseating. Yeah, I got
1: just eight recipes popped up uh, immediately when you yeah, of course Google that. You'd almost think people like being high all the time. <laughs> <laughs> now these chili, these chili uh, organizations are something else. I will I say really, this,
3: I really got a, a, a sense of the contrast between those two organizations.
1: Yes, that is there is a definite. Well, I'll say they they they, they had uh, they the, the one saving grace for me so far is that everybody is saw going, that yeah. photo, photo and they object. were just like nobody was just like that photo's fake. So I feel a little bit better about this. That if these chili experts, these are the commissioners of chili commissions, could not tell that that chili photo of Jack Nicholson was fake.
3: Yeah, let's get some Photoshop experts on, <laughs> and we'll see what they say. I mean let's not I really do want to put this to bed
1: No next week Photoshop great idea
4: <laughs> Yeah because Tom <laughs> I, gonna... all... I brought these guests on to like make you feel Better about chili and I feel like maybe you had Like a secret agenda this whole you're time doing I mean, You're doing
3: a great job no. Brett I'm
4: going to say this everybody's getting what they want
1: It's like the Wizard of Oz up in here Brett <laughs> goes to Terlingua It's like the Brett Wizard goes... of Oz yeah. up in this piece <laughs> It is it's like the Wizard of Oz Up in this piece Brett goes to Terlingua, Julie goes and pets Duke, Tom finds out that nobody else thought that picture was fake.
4: And I mean, if anybody would know, they would know. I mean, the the world's foremost chili experts and didn't even flinch.
1: Nobody was like, well, the angle that that chili spilled at is clearly uh, something's. That's not natural. That's a fake photo. Meanwhile, all I look at now, I see it's the fakest thing I ever saw in my life.
3: That guy was into sports, huh?
1: Yeah. He liked his chili and he likes his sports. You mentioned Did Roger Goodell.
3: Did you like uh, when I was like, this is not the guy that invented the Mustang?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I liked when you suddenly got a real, real, uh, real <laughs> gearhead over here talking, <laughs> talking cars. Suddenly you invented the mustang right i was like yeah you grabbed it flawless flawless no that was that was well played i was like i i didn't have it in me there was a lot
3: going there was a lot going on in that interview there was a lot going on
1: yeah but we appreciate
3: we appreciate our guests we love that you came on the show thank you so much mike mcleod as well as Keith and Mike, and then now we have our final guest, and I am so excited about this person, Brett, who is an excellent. He's excellent at his job. He can we say that Tom? He's excellent at his job. Oh,
1: goes yeah. without saying.
3: Maybe.
4: Sure, maybe there's, there's he... a big uh, Brian Bumgarner size asterisk on that, but but uh, but <laughs> for the most part, yeah. for the most part, good at my job.
3: Um, he was looking for guests from the. The chili culture. And he knew nothing about that going into it. And finally, he told me he entered the phrase chili murder into Google. (laughs) And he came up with this Guest who we're about to meet in a moment, and she writes. She writes, uh, oh, yeah, Go ahead. Yeah,
4: uh, 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 murder mysteries that are set at chili cook offs. Uh, she, she writes a lot of books. Uh, her name is Kylie Logan, uh, but she has a, a series, so far it's a trilogy, of uh, murder mysteries set in uh, chili cook offs. We got Chili Con Carnage, Death by Devil's Breath, and Revenge of the Chili Queens. I'm just going to say this right now.
1: I'm going to mention during this that it's not a trilogy. It's a trilogy. And I don't <laughs> want anybody stealing that from okay, me. No problem. I'm going to say it. And if, if Brett, if you say chilogy, tr- I'm going to just, I'm going to get, I'm going to go to cameo. I'm going to get Brian Baumgartner to record a death threat to you.
3: Hey, Brett. Hey, Brett. Hey,
1: Brett. I'm going to kill, kill you. I'm going to kill you. This is Kevin, from, Kevin the office, from the office. And I'm going to strangle
4: <laughs> you in your sleep. <laughs> and uh, bringing Kylie on now.
3: Hello, Kylie Logan. We are here with author Kylie Logan. Hi there. Of the Chili based trilogy.
1: Or some might say Chilogy. Uh, then chilogy? Okay, got it. Okay, right. <laughs> That's good. You got it. You, got you like
8: that, <laughs> Kylie? I got it I yeah. took it. you a minute, but you do like yeah. it. Yeah.
1: It's a chilogy. It
8: is a chilogy. And it's quite peppery. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Known as the Chili
3: Cook-Off Mystery Series. And Kylie, this is a very niche uh uh this is a very niche area that you've that you've got for yourself. How did you come upon this? Uh, th- this world of of murder and chili cook-offs together? What made you decide to combine them?
8: <laughs> because I made the incredible mistake at one point as I was talking to my agent of telling her that my husband had wanted chili cook-off. <laughs> and agents being agents and always thinking, sales, sales. Uh, she said, oh, chili cook-off, what a great idea. Write a chili cook-off book. So that's how that started.
3: And here you are three books later and you're in the you're in the chili uh you're you're in a a, a chili uh what is that? Like the chili prison. Chili prison. Yeah, it's, it's like it's chili like Chili prison? Trip. That's all that's yeah. They're like, oh, I'm the chili murder person. I can't do, <laughs> you know, something set at a pie eating contest
8: or Oh, uh, I do lots of other things. So yes, I could, but that's sure.
3: Okay, good. Good
1: good because because Dick, Fra- Dick Francis was the horse racing uh, mystery author, who- oh,
8: uh, yes, well, he sort of cornered the market on horse racing. Uh, but I've done antique buttons, okay? I'm currently writing a mystery series about cadaver dogs, which is kind of cool. but uh, I've done all kinds of things. so chili isn't my my only niche,
1: <laughs> sure, but you 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 are definitely top of the pyramid in terms of chili based mystery.
8: Well, I must be, cause I think I'm the only one.
1: <laughs> sure. Well, I didn't say it was a huge pyramid. <laughs> You're at the top of it though.
8: Yes. Yes, absolutely.
1: So what does it take to, to tell a story in the world of the chili cook-off community?
8: Boy, that's a, that's a hard question. It's like telling a story. It's like telling any story. For me, because I'm killing people, which I enjoy doing, um,
2: sure.
8: I've got to have that that heart of the story, the mystery, but then depending on where that mystery is set, you've got to bring that world in. So, okay, here's a little mystery. Now make it relevant to chili cook-offs. Who would want to kill who at a chili cook-off? How does a chili cook-off work? What kind of people would attend a chili cook-off? Um, so it's, it's a lot of research, but I enjoy doing that. It's a lot of fun.
1: Now, is there, is in your fiction, is there a, uh, is there a, uh, a, a constant, do you have the same, uh, detective, the same, the, the, the same, uh, protagonist running through the chili in, in
8: these mysteries? three books? Yes. The, there's, the main- a, there's a chili Poirot. Chili Poirot, that'd be a good name for chili, wouldn't it? Chili Poirot. Yeah. Each bowl could come with a little mustache. <laughs>
2: um, Kylie, write this down.
8: Whatever, we're, we're going to do this. Uh, the, the heroine in these three books, her name is Maxie Pierce. And okay. these are what's called cozy mysteries. A cozy mystery is sort of a warm and fuzzy mystery. There's no graphic violence. There's no strong language, blah, 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 blah. So they're. They're sort of the kinds of mysteries you can read and and feel good about it. The bad guy gets his in the end. But one of the things they all have in common is that they have an amateur sleuth. So it's not Poirot, who's a detective and gets paid for what he does. Um, There's no cop as your main character. There's no lawyer as your main character. Maxie works at uh, what's called the Chili Showdown. It's a traveling chili show. Her dad owns the Spice Booth and dad is missing and as the first book opens so she has to take over she and her sister and uh, what maxie's main duty is at the showdown is she wears a gigantic chili costume and dances around to draw uh-huh. people in so When you say talk hold on, about Kylie, another niche.
3: Kylie please hold on one moment when you say chili costume is she dressed up like a can
8: of chili like a chili like a giant Oh like a pepper chili. like a pepper like Got a
1: it. chili okay. pepper in stilettos and fishnet stockings. Yes. Hubba hubba. So, so it, she has this, she has this uh, impediment and, and she's kind of a bit of a spectacle, but she is uh, she is unearthing a mystery that, that a sense of uh, right and wrong uh, helping find her father. Is, yes. It drives her to, to go deeper into this. And I say this because, I'm a fan of mystery. I worked on a, a mystery television program called Monk that oh was God, on I for, love that show. Well, I I wrote twenty-five or co-wrote twenty-five episodes of that show. Well, and thank I'm, you
8: for for making my Friday evenings so many times because well, you're sweet Kylie, to say he worked
3: on it. every Kylie, he worked on every episode. It was like eight love years it. or something.
1: Eight years. I was there from the wow. pilot to Tom the Tom was there episode. the whole
3: time. If you like Monk Tom had his hands in that chili. Ah, well, thank you.
0: That was you. my
1: chili, yes. Yeah. So as a fellow mystery uh, uh, enthusiast, I, I, I everything you're saying, I see what you're saying, and I think it sounds fantastic that you, you take a, you, that you're working in that kind of, it's like you said, light and fuzzy, and it's fun, and it's not gruesome, but it's got, but there's stakes and consequence, and it's thrilling.
8: Well, because you have an amateur detective, there has to be something at stake because otherwise, you know, it's not, well, it's not real life anyway, but it's not like any of us would think to wake up in the morning and say, gee, I think I'll go solve a murder. Mm-hmm. Um, there has to be a reason for the detective to get involved in each of the cases. Sure. So, sure. Um, yeah, there have to be some stakes, like steak chili. hmm there, yeah. we go, there we go, Kylie. Now yes. we're back we're, we're in the just, brainstorm tent. We're just getting the bad chili puns out of the
3: way. Yes. And we'll get That's the all. good ones out of the way too.
4: I got to say too, I, I, uh, Kylie, I, I'm a chapter into uh, Chili Con Carnage right now on my Kindle and I'm loving it so far. Having a blast. Um, So yeah, I, I would definitely, uh, definitely recommend it to our listeners. Thank you. They're yeah. silly.
8: They're silly. They're as great. you can tell from the title Chili Con Carnage. Ch- mean, chili Con on.
3: Carnage <laughs> is the best title of anything yes. I've ever heard. Kylie. Oh, thank you. Thank you, you mustn't yes. dismiss that. That is I th- outstanding.
8: I'm pretty, I'm pretty proud of some of my titles.
2: You
3: should, so.
1: you should be. And how, me- many t- how many, how many books have you written in total?
8: I have written 65 books.
1: Wow. See, this oh is goodness. how
8: it's done. Under a whole bunch of names. I'm like a whole bunch of people.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. So ah. right
8: now, right now I'm still Kylie Logan. Uh, Kylie writes the cadaver dog books. I am also, who am I? I am Lucy Ness. Lucy Ness writes a series about a haunted women's club. So those are light and funny ghosty stories. And then uh, in August, I'm going to be Mimi Granger. Mimi has a series of mysteries set at a romance bookstore. Mm.
2: How fun is that? And the bookstore is
8: called Love Under the Covers. Meow, meow, meow. Uh, 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 uh,
3: uh. Kylie, may I ask you a question? Ask me. Tell me about the Chili Queens.
8: The Chili Queens. That's a really interesting, excuse me, social kind of thing. I have some notes here. Um, According to some people, the Chili Queens started out in like the 1880s. But other people say it was really... uh, older than that, like the 1860s. And what would happen is ladies in San Antonio, mostly Mexican women, would cook up batches of chili at home, take them to the plazas, the public plazas in the evening, start mesquite fires, which would smell wonderful, and cook, you know, reheat their chili. And people would come and get takeaway or, or stay there and, and eat chili. And what this turned into, which is sounding so lovely in these times we can't go anywhere, uh, it turned into the social scene. Thousands of people would go to these things every evening. There'd be musicians, there'd be troops of actors, there would be jugglers, and it would go all night and people would meet and talk and dance and drink beer and and eat chili. And it sounds fabulous, doesn't it? Uh, It lasted till about the 1930s when someone who thought they knew something um, decided it was unsanitary to eat that way. And that's when the Chili Queens closed down. But I don't know, wouldn't it be cool to go back in a time machine and try some of that chili? Mm. Yes, and kill Hitler while you were at it
3: because the chili queens are the star of your of the third book in the, the third book trilogy. Is revenge, of,
8: revenge of the chili queens yeah
1: now if i was gonna kill hitler i would kill him with chili mm-hmm. he'd start eating it and then suddenly he'd get a little spoonful and there'd be a little bomb on it
3: right? it wouldn't be po- <laughs> it wouldn't be poisoned
1: <laughs> now i'd go with a tiny little bomb it would be like uh valkyrie <laughs> that movie valkyrie If they tried to put the bomb under the desk in that movie, I'd put it right in the chili.
3: Kylie, has anyone ever died from poison chili in any of these novels?
8: Oh, yes, of course they do. How else? I guess. Yes.
1: (laughs) Now, does that make you? Yes.
8: Sorry. (laughs) Come on, guys.
1: And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm
3: a step behind.
1: What, we're not gonna ruin the, the the uh the the how or the who in any of your chili mysteries.
3: No one's chopped up and used as chili, though, right? No, 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 no. no that would
1: not be cozy mystery. <laughs> I was going to say that's,
8: that's not a terribly cozy experience. No. And, yeah. no, and I don't know. We're not talking about that. We're not going to do no, that.
1: No, I was going to say that, that that would veer outside of the cozy, the cozy. genre. <laughs> Just like, and you ate the victim.
2: Oh, <laughs> no. no. No, Blah.
1: no. Yeah, the, those are the ones you can't go back from.
3: Kylie, would you? Do us the kindness of perhaps reading a passage from one of your books? Well,
8: speaking of someone dying from Chile, um, I looked, I did my homework and I found this passage from um, the second book, which is called Death by Devil's Breath. And uh, I did a little editing, so I hope it makes sense because it's hard to take things out of context. But in this scene, uh, Maxie Pierce, who's, who's the main character, she is not in her chili costume at the time. Um, She is standing with Nick. Nick is the head of security for the Chili Showdown, and they are watching the guest judges. They're in Las Vegas, and they're watching the guest judges judge Devil's Breath Chili. So here's what happens. They're not actually going to eat that stuff, are they? Since I knew Nick was a Philistine when it came to Chili, I tried to be understanding. That didn't mean I didn't throw a look over my shoulder when he came up behind me. Spicy is what chili is all about. The only thing spicy is good for is burning your lips and scalding your insides. Like I could miss an opportunity as good as that. I looked up into Nick's eyes. Even all the neon in Vegas couldn't compete with the vivid blue. What's wrong with burning lips? I asked him. He looked down at me. It all depends if you're talking a little burning or too much. I leaned back just a little just a hair's breadth closer to his chest. Is there such a thing as too much? It was the first I realized his gaze had moved up to the stage where the great Osborne had just swallowed his first spoonful of Brother William's brew and his lips puckered and the tips of his ears turned red. Nick laughed, guess that's my answer. And here I thought we were talking about something other than chili. I crossed my arms over my chest and turned my attention back to the contest watching as Hermosa swallowed a taste of chili, coughed and pounded her chest. Yancey was next. He popped a spoonful of chili in his mouth, let it sit on his tongue for a couple seconds, swallowed and smiled. Next up, Reverend Love. And it seemed she was not one to take chances. She put a tiny bit of chili on the tip of her spoon and carefully touched it to her lips. As soon as she was done writing a few comments on the score sheet, she took a drink of water. Amateur, I grumbled. Water doesn't help. So what, now you're a chemist? This time I didn't dignify next question with so much as a glance. You don't have to be a chemist to know spices. The capsaicin in peppers is what's hot, and when you taste it, then drink water, all the water does is spread the hotness around your mouth. So now you know about hot lips and hot mouths? This time I wasn't going to rise to the bait, but then I was pretty busy watching Dickie, who spooned up a mouthful of chili and called out, hey, you guys are wimps. You have to be bold to make it in this town. You have to be daring. And with that, he swallowed down two more big gulps of devil-breath chili. Dickie's cheeks turned fire engine red, his shoulders stiffened. He took another taste. Okay, so the guy was a total jackass, but I had to give him credit. He knew how to handle his devil's breath. And so it went, each judge trying each chili. When it was Dickie's turn again, he didn't miss the opportunity to get in a few digs. You guys are lightweight, Sticky called out and took another taste of the chili in front of him. You think this stuff is hot? You don't know hot and hot. Another bite and Dickie sat back in his chair. There's a restaurant here in town that serves only hot food. It's got three seating sections, daring, wild and downright crazy. He hauled in a breath. And then there's the place where all the chili is free. Dickie pulled a handkerchief out of his pocket and mopped his brow. This place and the chili is free. And there was a glass of water nearby and he glugged it down so fast the water dribbled over his chin. All the chili you can eat is free, but his shoulders dropped, his arms fell to his sides. Water is $10 a glass. It was the last thing Dickie said before he faced face down into his bowl of chili and the last bad joke he ever told
1: well, that was fantastic thank you yeah that's so much fun and it's uh you do you, you have such a good voice for all these characters and that th- that's awesome now there's uh, there's uh, chili is a relatively uh messy food in the scheme of all foods and there's uh I, I don't know if you've ever seen the picture of Jack Nicholson when he spilled chili on his pants at a Laker game. Brett, do you have that picture? Oh, uh, yeah. Let me Can pull you... it up
4: real quick. Okay.
3: <laughs> what do you think? What do you think of that, Kylie? What I think is hilarious is he brought his own
8: chili. It's in Tupperware.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he yeah? couldn't
8: afford a hot dog to put the
2: stand.
1: <laughs> yeah. He, uh, I guess he I guess he, he liked his own his own chili. He I'm, must. Uh, what would you do if you were in that situation? How would you navigate that mess?
8: Well, I have two dogs, so if I was home I wouldn't have to worry about it because that would get cleaned up. Sure. Um, I think you just, you know, you you brush it off and,
1: and you just hold on. <laughs> Depends just hope where you
8: are. <laughs> and and who you just you're hope with. that
1: Kobe Bryant doesn't slip in the chili as he runs down the court.
8: Well, there's that, yes. Oh, Kylie, yeah. I'm, Kylie,
3: I'm looking at your bio, and you have an Airedale and a Jack Russell?
8: Not anymore. Now we have an Airedale and a and a thing. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. we, I thought I was adopting a, a Westie, you know, a little white. Yeah, it's a little well, white. Think yeah. Scotty, but it's white. Um, I found her online, and she was in prison. She's a prison-trained dog. So I thought I was getting this little Westie and we drove three hours to the prison to pick her up. And a lady was standing outside the prison with this white dog taller than my dining room table. And my husband said, hmm, that's not a Westie <laughs> and it's not, but she's wonderful. And so that's, that's who we're living with currently. So, so yes. how, many, how
1: many pounds is that dog? How big is she's, she's
8: it? only about 65. She has very okay. long legs. Uh, And she sheds like mad. I just finished vacuuming again. Um, Horrible shedding. The Airedale is a show dog, which always amuses me because he's like the biggest goof on earth. Um, But he's a good boy.
1: Now, what is one of the don'ts for you in terms of how you solve a mystery, Kylie? Like, you know, people, because there's always the... The ice bullet is 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 considered like what are the things that are considered just like out of your comfort zone or or
8: I don't know about out of comfort zone but you know you get to the uh, things you can't allow because they're stupid like coincidences mm-hmm. um, I, I won't I will not mention the name of the masterpiece mystery I watched the other day but they explained away a murder because oh god it's such a long story. The person there was a serial killer, but the fur person who found the first body ended up killing someone down the road. Mm-hmm. And their explanation was seeing a body must have made him feel like murdering someone. Yeah, that would really this is masterpiece mystery, guys. Get it there, together.
1: There is nothing more frustrating than when you spend your time reading or watching a mystery and then they, they just blow out the ending just bombs out and you're like come on that was cuz the whole thing's a waste of your time. Absolutely.
8: Now. And and something like this is insulting to the viewer. Really do you think we're dumb enough to just accept that? So yes. those kinds of things drive me crazy. Uh and I hope I never do that. Um sure. You know. Well, you- what,
1: is, what what's one you're the most proud of? You don't even have to say what book it's from or who it happens to so you don't spoil any book like mechanically what is a what is a solution for murder that you are the most proud of that you've done?
8: Um I'll, I'll I'll word it in a way, it's one of the cadaver dog books and the dead person isn't who you think it is. Okay, so that, that was kind of fun and, and fun to do. I had never done anything sure. like that before.
3: And Kylie, are we are we are we foolish in keeping our hopes up for a fourth chili book?
8: I do not think there will be a fourth chili book. I think I've said pretty much all there is about death and chili. That I can say. Okay. Okay. And like I said, I'm I'm doing some other things. So that's kind of keeping sure. me pretty busy.
1: Sure. Well, and and our producer Brant is going actually to Terlingua this uh, year where they do the one chili judging thing. Maybe he'll come across some stories that can inspire a fourth one.
8: Uh, You're open to it, people. right, Kylie? Oh, sure, always, always, always. Yeah, I'll,
4: I'll try to, uh, I'll, I'll try to uh, get some anecdotes for you, Kylie, and I'll pass yeah. them along because those are, those are some real chili heads out there. I'm sure they've got some tales to tell. Uh, oh yeah. Because I, I know that I'm a, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to mow through this trilogy and uh, would love to hold out hope for a fourth at some point. Sure.
3: And I've been invited to Myrtle Beach, but I'm not going to go.
4: Which is the other chili competition? The other big chili competition? Yeah.
8: Do you like beans in your chili, Kylie? Um, My husband is the chili maker around here, and he usually puts beans in, but he makes one called Texas Red that is pretty much um, brisket and lard and tomatoes, and dang, it's good. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) But I like beans, so... And and I know there's a big beans versus no beans in the chili Mm -hmm. community, but I like beans, so... There's an
3: expression, apparently, that if you... Put beans in your chili, you don't know beans about chili.
8: Well, that's me then. What can I say?
3: (laughs) Hey, I'm the (laughs) same way, Kylie.
1: I say chili that is
3: just beans.
1: You get the chili, you make it the way you want. I had chili here. My uh, uh, lady pal made this chili with uh, the sweet potatoes, and it was so good.
8: Oh, anything with sweet potatoes. Three days of Mm. chili. That sounds great. Yeah, it was What so about good. putting
3: what about putting chili on something, Kylie, like a like a hot dog or a baked potato as like a condiment? What do you think of that?
8: Mm. My husband loves it on hot dogs. I can't even watch him while he eats that. And those people in Cincinnati, what do yeah. they do? Yeah. They put it on spaghetti. They oh.
3: put it on spaghetti. Huh. No. Oh, no. No. Kylie, you're having a meltdown just thinking about am. that. I am.
2: Sounds I can't
1: like do sounds it. like you're going to murder somebody. I could. The I'm, we I just found them. Driven mad. We <gasps> found the motive for a fourth book. Just, somebody put chili on spaghetti that's right
8: just no, seeing jury, that, would no Maxie, jury would
1: convict them no jury would convict them
3: maxi is gonna start she, i mean honestly forget about cozy take out the chainsaw right kylie yeah
8: just seeing that chili on the spaghetti will trigger something in me and i will be forced to murder yes
1: now we're seeing the, now we're seeing the rage that you get into when you need to figure out how the murderer gets all ramped up to do some killing.
8: (laughs) It was the spaghetti, the pasta.
1: Yes. And I, and I do it again.
3: (laughs) Kylie, thank you so much for joining us. Where can people find you and how can people buy your books?
8: Well, you know, back in the day, I'd say bookstores everywhere those that are yeah. still open. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously uh, any online bookstore, store, um, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, don't forget your, your local independent bookstores. You can probably order online from them too. And they're mm-hmm. wonderful, fabulous people. And we'll be happy to help you order anything you want.
4: Yeah. And I'll put some links uh, to our listeners in the, in the, in the episode notes. Uh, I, I did grab mine on Kindle just cause I needed it uh, fast, but, but uh, I think definitely preferable to buy this from your local bookstore. So I'll put some links um, in, in the show notes where you can support some it, local it, bookstores. But it's
3: kylielogan.com. And there is a cat on your page. I thought you were, do you, do you like cats or are you just a dog person? Kylie? Well,
8: I, I, we're going to back up a little bit. That, that web page will be no more as of midnight tomorrow night. Uh, oh my goodness. I, I know. I have a new web page now. Tell the world it's mystery-book-series.com. And the reason I have a new web page, it incorporates all my pen names in one place because I'm way too many people to have individual pages for each person I am. Then there's the old multiple personality made me do a chilly story. Yeah. Um,
1: Uh, And that link again is?
8: Mystery-book-series.com.
1: Okay. So everybody can go there and check out all the different nom de plumes that you've got going
8: thank you it's great meeting you all okay you take care
1: all of these chili experts every single one of them looked at that picture and nobody said that's fake i feel better now
2: good
3: good <laughs>
1: and brett you've got okay. your little you've got your terlingua adventure ahead of you julie you're going to the myrtle beach i'm with not duke. going to myrtle beach uh, i told going. kylie
3: that you know i'm not going to myrtle beach tom I know
1: you're gonna go down there you'll i'm more at, likely
3: you, 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 to go to
1: you'll run into duke at the airport you'll be like one of those things when you get to the airport when you're going to an event and you see other people going to the event you're like You'll be a baggage claim, yeah. and you'll he, see Duke. He'll,
3: he'll be wearing a lamby.
1: Are you looking for the dog?
3: Oh, Brian Bumgardner!
1: Are you looking for oh, Duke the baked God. bean dog?
3: Brian.
4: I'd like to send a message out to Brian Uh You weren't missed. You weren't missed Never on this mind. episode. Uh, so uh, I guess just have fun rolling around in your cameo millions, because uh, you weren't missed on Double Thread. This week
1: Rolling they love the around. tough talk The tough talk from Brett
4: <clears throat> Brian Baumgartner slams the door hard And Brett's face and goes yeah I didn't want you anyway That's right I'm changing the narrative You know uh, sure I asked you And sure I probably if I read the email now That I wrote you I'd be very embarrassed uh, by what I said But Don't read it In, re- in retrospect I didn't want you anyway I'm glad it didn't work out And Dear uh, sir You are my favorite actor
1: Please be on a podcast I produce.
3: Uh-oh. Okay. Uh-oh. Chili Appreciation Society International just followed me on Twitter.
4: Yes. Oh, look at that. You're coming to
3: Terlingua. <laughs> I'm not coming to Terlingua. I don't I know how to break wait. it to you, to, uh, Brett.
4: There isn't I can't enough peyote
3: till... in the world.
4: <laughs> I thought he got you on those the skits. I thought, I Listen, thought the skits oh, well, sold you. Well, that's
3: actually, that's true. If they can put me up, I have a feeling there's not great air conditioning. I don't know if there's like a, that's nah, RVs,
4: and, RVs and tents out there. Yeah, I, think, I feel like I it think,
3: might not be a good fit.
1: I think the three of us go to Terlingua. We end oh, up God. caught up in some sort of chili-based midsummer. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll be stuck in a giant chili pepper costume, in a paralyzed in a
4: fire.
3: I'll, I'll be the first one that like jumps off the... It'll be like yeah. 20 minutes into the movie and be like, splat.
4: I think I'm definitely oh, the... No. I'm, I think I'm definitely the May Queen. I think they make me there. Yes! Of course you are.
3: With the flowers and everything. That's totally you.
1: I wish I had a chance to see that in the theater twice because the second time I saw it, I would have gone. <laughs> <laughs> when that old man. I would have just gone and made sound effects when that old man jumped <laughs> off the thing. It's boing. And I would go in. Boing. Like at a boing in there, they'd be like, "Hey, ain't no boing. <laughs>
2: There's, we
3: could splat. do a commentary. We could do a sound effect uh, commentary track. Yeah. Ooh,
1: like when he lands, I'd go like,
3: "Ooh, that hurt." Ew. When someone comes over and looks at him, ew. Yeah.
1: I don't feel so good. Bleh. Watch that last step. Careful in that last step. It's a doozy. Ooh. <laughs> he goes.
2: Remember me.
1: Ooh. <laughs>
4: Well, look, I'm going, and it's, it, I'm going to be there on a Saturday. So uh, I guess I'll, uh, I guess. Oh, I'll, you're I'll, definitely I'll, doing I'll,
2: the show from there. Yeah,
1: I'll
4: be recording show. from Terlingua, Uh Reno. Yeah, we'll be, we'll be, we'll be in
1: our homes. <laughs> you're going to be. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> you'll be. Uh, also, in Terlingua.
0: be
3: like Brett with headphones not connected to anything, like standing yeah. in front of a cactus, like like mm-hmm. being like, all right, all right, guys, like <laughs> like two cactuses. He thinks are <laughs> Julian Tom. <laughs> yeah he's like all clearly. right guys like we got a great show like uh yeah. um
1: <laughs> clearly brett's like? chili got spiked like they spike brett with some chili they he'd go down there and they'd see him they'd be like oh here comes some fancy pants california, california,
3: guy. california. i like that california and new york are both represented in this show with those with those guys
1: yeah and then brett they'd be like i'll oh, try this chili brett and then he tries it and then next thing you know he's 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 Doing an episode of Double Threat with Two Cactus.
4: (laughs) Just showing them clips on my phone. Yeah.
1: (laughs)
3: Exactly. But your phone is a brick or like a, it's like a, a, or it's a gecko. It's like a, you're holding up a lizard being like, look at this clip.
2: So
4: uh, Alec Baldwin was in the news this week. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. We're so excited.
1: We got our special guest, Brian Baumgartner here. It's just a, it's just a scorpion. S- stinging like, Brett over he's and like, over
3: finally, you guys are being nice to me about Brian Baumgartner. you just see, like two cactuses
1: <laughs> sting 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 scorpion bite scorpion bite you're
3: like now oh, Brian they're there Brian yeah
1: now this is uh this is a real chilly adventure
3: by the way, everyone was from Tennessee that we were talking about uh I heard I found out about this ventriloquist dummy museum in Kentucky hmm. And um, I know Tennessee isn't Kentucky, but I still wanted to ask that guy, like, have you been to this museum? Because it looks amazing.
1: Well, let's talk to them
4: next.
3: Hey, Brett, could we get um, the curator of the Vent Haven Museum in Fort Mitchell?
4: I would love it. Yeah, I would love it. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. I got to say, too, shout out all these guests were just so uh, oh, they're great, terrific. great they're to great. work with. They just res- they respond quickly and they were just uh, they were just really great over email. And, uh, you know, so, yeah, I'd be happy to go after the ventriloquist dummy uh, museum curators. I'll put them next on the list.
1: I like the double threat now that certain episodes are us being lousy. To mm-hmm. different subjects And other ones are us being like this Reverence Like a, like, like sh- like a shitty Charles Caralt Is what we are yeah. Combing America and going into the little Corners of things in the communities We've kind of carved out a path Like a
3: What if we just start an episode called It's Crime Time and people think it's true crime And then it's just us talking about ventriloquist dummies
1: Yeah The crime of ventriloquism Not being as popular as it should be <laughs> hey, it's a true crime podcast.
2: It, no it isn't.
1: Now now, Billy. <laughs> hey. Nothing to me, literally nothing is funnier <laughs> than a ventriloquist acting nice to the audience and the dummy crapping on the audience <laughs> is the the funniest dynamic in all of comedy.
3: What a nice audience. Billy yeah
1: Billy like you that. don't say that this is a great audience Billy like yeah
3: for, for grinding up and making sausages out of <laughs>
1: and it's just and it's it's the it's the single funniest dynamic there is is one person
2: reprimanding arguing.
1: himself
3: via a doll yeah.
1: yes and also creating An avenue to just crap on people.
3: It's the best. It's the best. It might be the only art form.
1: We should do an all ventriloquist episode (laughs) because it won't work
4: on the show.
3: I just, I think we're just doing that literally just for the screenshot of the, of the zoom.
4: Mm hmm. And speaking of that, I I could use some help from listeners on this because I know Julie and Tom way back in an early episode you had uh, asked to get ventriloquist dummies of yourself. I believe in which I, I was I my budget was like three hundred dollars for Julie and like ten dollars for Tom. I think, yeah, but now it's much farce.
3: less. Now it's okay. much less.
4: <laughs> so yeah, uh, now we're going to thirty dollars and five dollars. Yeah. Well, look, I, I'm willing I'm willing to to put some forever dog money behind this, but my oh, issue really? was yeah, of course, yeah, this is a great idea. My Tom? issue.
3: What should we do? What should we do with this FD uh, green? What oh, no, we this is it? just
4: uh, specifically for ventriloquist dummies. It's not like what? a blank check for just mm. any purchase. Well, there goes my makeover
3: yeah. montage.
4: We can't just do it.
1: I thought we'd do a thing where we're like, yeah, Brett, I found a guy who'll do the dummies. And we're just like <laughs> making them ourselves. Yeah, give me the money and I'll forward it to we're him. In like, we're in like Acapulco. You can see in <laughs> yeah.
3: the background that we're like drinking tropical drinks.
1: Yeah, and then we're trying to just make a... We have like a sock on our hands. Those look like hand puppets. I can't really see
4: because yeah. the... Cocktail napkins.
1: Bad. No,
3: they don't.
1: I'm trying to make one out of a cocktail napkin. <laughs> just whatever's around the resort.
3: If there's anyone who can make us ventriloquist dummies that look like ourselves, we will buy them and we will do an episode or the two of us do ventriloquism. Yeah. Please, please reach out to me at
4: doublethreatpod at gmail.com. Uh, my issue was I did look into this. I found lots of people online who would make custom puppets, but they look very, they're like kind of Muppety. Every, everybody's doing a sort of Muppet vibe, ah! puppet vibe. Uh, we, we want no! it's like ventriloquist dummies, real, real yes! authentic ventriloquist dummies. Yeah.
1: Because I saw this George Lucas talk show. They had their puppets uh, well after we talked about having puppets. Thank you. Yeah, I noticed that too. And God bless them, they can do whatever they want But I don't want nobody saying like, oh, you just wonder where you got that idea from
3: We're not gonna do no Muppets, you hate Muppets We ain't gonna do no Muppets We want one of them creepy, the eyes go back and
2: forth
1: (laughs) I was warming up to Muppets This is God's honest truth, I was warming up to Muppets And then, on the fateful day of January 6th When I saw (laughs) eight, I saw at least eight Muppets (laughs) Storming the Capitol. I was sickened to see Beaker and Waldorf, not the other one, just Waldorf. <laughs> just making their way through, the, through that, that storied building and seeing them disgrace it. And when I saw Gonzo smear his own feces... On the wall of the Capitol, I was sickened. And I said, never will I love the Muppets.
4: (laughs) Tom, you mentioned uh, uh, George Lucas Talk Show. I also have to point out uh, uh, that their producer, Patrick, got some traction on a uh, Jack Nicholson tweet this week. And I thought that was very interesting timing.
1: Uh, Oh, no, it's funny where these ideas seem to fall from the sky with, with him. Very interesting.
3: We got a lot of good things coming up.
1: We got all sorts of guests in the pipeline and fun ideas. Because this is double threat, baby. And we know what we're doing. And I feel now that I've got this chili monkey off my back, I can fly. Oh, my God. uh,
3: What a sentence. That's like my favorite fish song, by the way.
1: Chili monkey on your back.
3: Now I can fly.
1: Now I can fly.
3: Thank you guys so much for listening. Please go on Apple Podcasts and write us a review. Right, Brett?
4: that's right yeah yeah if you if you uh we love all the comments you're leaving on twitter we love engaging with you guys there the chili jack memes are just absolutely fantastic There's, and we'll yeah. have some more fun games on there for you but uh the thing that really helps the show in terms of uh, building our audience is is if you can go leave uh, a review uh, on apple you know give us a five star leave your comment there just
3: copy and paste copy and paste
1: rate review tell your friends subscribe spread the word. Double threat. Ain't going nowhere, and so it's time to get on the team, or you get ground up in the wheels like so much chili. ground beef that goes in a, a real chili, Texas red, a Texas red, and there's no beans. If I find beans in this thing, I'm walking I'm you shoot right myself off in the face. I shoot myself in the face. I'm gonna, fa- I'm gonna <laughs> take it out on myself, <laughs> and you don't want that hanging on your conscience. No beans. No All beans. I want is a original chili where it's ground beef. Yeah. And some Hunts tomato paste Oof. and a Hershey Four. bar or two. <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe some uh some bread crumbs on top.
3: And some ghost I mean, you peppers. you pour
1: it in a pie You put some ghost peppers.
3: I am a ghost pepper.
1: Yes. I don't want to be scared by these ghost peppers.
3: I don't want to be ghosted by them.
1: Yeah. If you get ghosted by a ghost pepper.
3: Humiliating. Get,
1: yeah. It is humiliating.
3: Hey, just wondered, Uh, you know, just um, haven't heard from you. Please don't ghost me. <laughs> Please just tell me that you don't <laughs> want to talk to me. Yeah. The pepper's like. Mm.
1: Pepper's just like, oh,
3: you're God like, damn it. Texts get more and more abusive. It's like, all right, like. Just ignoring me is really rude And then you're just like This is making me go insane And you're like Oh he blocked me I'll just say whatever I want And be like You piece of shit I never liked you And then they finally <laughs> Right back be like Hey And you're hey, like Hey my
1: phone's been broken For two weeks I'm so sorry
3: <laughs> What?
1: I should get my texts In about five minutes They should show back up again Then <laughs> it's like Uh Maybe uh the d- d- Delete
2: <laughs> Double Um, threat. Thank you guys for
3: listening. And thanks to all of our our fabulous guests. And uh, we will be back next week with more fun things.
1: Thank you, everybody. Bye. Bye.
6: Forever
7: Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey.